0: So famous designer and team owner Bill Riley, if you could summarize this dinner in one word, what would it be?
1: American. (laughs) 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 We had an American dinner. We had steak, we had potatoes. Why are you yelling? We had fish. (laughs) Please sit down. Please please sit down. Please sit down. (laughs) Because I'm getting ready for all the BOP yelling I have to do with against all my foreign competitors. That went political that went political quick <laughs> it
2: did
0: <laughs> And now for dinner with racers presented by Continental Tire with your hosts Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman
3: play holder radio <laughs> oh, so. I
2: Welcome to Dinner with Racers. My name is Ryan Eversley, alongside my friend and co-host Sean Heckman. What, what? We're
0: friends, right? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so after 30 days of uh, being in a car together, uh, uh, that's a questionable statement. But what can't be debated is the fact that we are now on like mile 8,008. Uh, probably just a couple hours outside of your home in Atlanta. And we are wrapping up this huge cross-country voyage to have lunch and dinner and breakfast with racers from all around the country. We've driven my Acura across 20 states to go
2: get all these dinners with racers sorted out. And we did it all on Continental Tire.
0: And uh, with that being told, one of our 27 free conversations that you guys are going to get is none other than Bill Riley. Whoop, whoop. So, <laughs> Bill, if you don't know who he is, he is part of the famed Bob and Bill Riley team. Uh, Riley Technologies, which is sort of the current company, is part of a long generation of the brand that's built many, many race cars over the years. Uh, most famously, the Riley and Scott brand of cars that that built uh, uh, the Riley & Scott chassis, uh, the the Cadillac LMP1. uh, The company has now built the Riley Daytona prototypes, and of course the Viper GT3R that is also competing in the uh, WeatherTech sports car championship. All of that at the hands of the great Bill and Bob Riley. So Bill is an awesome dude. There's no other way to put it. And uh, he is funny, he's incredibly smart, and not afraid to sort of let us know what's going on in the sport. Uh, He also has a lot of hate.
2: Yeah, he hates uh, Kuno Whitmer, uh, Mark Miller.
0: He hates Jeff Brown. Jeff Brown. He hates Dominic Farnbacher. Dominic
2: Farnbacher, the Taylor brothers. I mean, uh, Ryan Eversley. Yeah. He definitely hates us. It was uh, an awesome night. He got it right away, invited us in. He's got whiskey poured, uh, he's got the grill fired up, had no problems with uh, us filming and, and just taking a look around and I just absolutely enjoyed this dinner because he's he gets it you know we could have said hey we want to do something ridiculous and he would have been like okay yeah we talked to him about what's on his DVR and he pointed out all the same shows that Sean and I like to watch so uh, right away we felt pretty comfortable with him his fiance Mary couldn't have been more welcoming and lovely and uh, we're still trying to figure out what he's, she's doing with Bill and this was round two of the chase for our cookoff and uh, Bill brought it home man good steak
0: and uh Awesome apple pie a la mode. So let's hear that dinner with Bill Riley and his fiancee, Mary. Once again, courtesy of Acura getting us there and those great Continental tires making the whole thing happen.
3: Meow.
0: Meow. All right, we're going to start in five, four, three, two. So, uh... Thanks this for being on our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> no here's a gift. So, since we knew we were coming, uh, we decided uh, since you're one of a few homes that we're visiting, we thought we would we'd come prepared. So, uh, we it doesn't have. A, it, I promise it's real. We got the photos, but this is some very authentic barbecue sauce from Laney's Barbecue in Selma, Alabama. Nice. Um, it has sat in the back seat of our Acura for the last three weeks. But, but it might still be good. I think they, self, I think so. they
2: keep it room temperature anyway. Yeah, exactly. Because that's like, how it was handed to us.
0: Yeah, this is how it came. It was just in this like, just off the shelf. Yeah, you could jug. actually
2: buy a half gallon or a
0: gallon. Yeah. So we of just Laney's got a couple barbecue of sauce. So that's yeah. Awesome. So huh. good there luck you with go. that. Yeah. Enjoy.
2: From Alabama.
0: Make sure you cook yeah, thoroughly. From with like it.
2: deep South Alabama.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was uh, in uh, Selma.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah. So it'll go to good use. I promise. The cattle probably eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Cattle eat it. So is this a thing? Do you guys cook out a lot?
2: I have a feeling Bill knows his way around a grill.
1: I'd say we do about once a week. Nice. Yeah, if we're home, we typically have a group of people out on the boat. Yep. You know, we have a little pontoon boat. Nice. And then we come back here and eat. Like a booze
2: cruise kind of guy? Yeah. Immediately Mary nodded before you even said anything. She's like, oh, yeah.
1: We don't go that far. We don't (laughs) go that far. We're pretty safe. But then, uh, you know, I I asked a bunch of women, you know, do you wear the same bikini on a on a pontoon boat that you do on a speed boat and they all said yeah the same so we went pontoon boat alright <laughs> so there you go <laughs> simple enough logic. all done uh, yeah it's yeah. very good logic first advice is
2: chicks will wear bikinis on a speed boat or a pontoon boat and so, one is cheaper so get a pontoon boat yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah yeah It's that's a and sometimes I think they some of them answered I'm probably going to get beat up later some <laughs> answered that they wear more clothes on a speed boat because of the, the rough water right so. And you can
4: get more bikinis on the pontoon boat. And you have know. a better
1: view. <laughs> <laughs> so okay.
0: there's a lot of reasons. Life advice with Bill yeah. Riley.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so
0: the uh, <laughs> not gonna
1: get that out of the Taylor boys. <laughs> <laughs> I almost heard like an emphatical like bitch at the end of that. <laughs>
0: so the the very first because you and i didn't really know each other before we started working on the keating stuff and uh the very first time i interviewed you on video for some reason we just uh, sort of the random like what else do you do away from the track question came up and the first thing that came out of your mouth was mardi gras yeah that you love going to mardi gras and like i've always known you as like bill Riley, the designer and engineer like he's all business it's like oh this guy can party
1: yeah that's our that's our shelf of trips so you see some mardi gras masks you have mardi gras some beads up there right some, yeah, that's quite a bit. Yeah, are those yours? The beats? Yeah. Well, I didn't like earn them. I bought them. But uh, yeah, okay. I'm on the other side. I'm on the. <laughs> okay. I'm distribution. Like, beats. That's not, that's like a tenth not. of what's left. Oh, of what you had before. Oh. I'm going to go a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. So the way <laughs> the way bad. it works out is my uh, my family's from Lafayette, Louisiana, both sides, or they live in Lafayette. Most of my family, and my cousin's daughter races an MX5 and Miata's and all, working her way up through. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I help him out as much as I can, and then it came to, well, what can we do for you? And my cousin just happens to be a co-captain on a uh, Mardi Gras float, okay. so, in the one that's in Lafayette, and there's, oh, there's parades, you know, all month long, you know, they, I mean, you can buy vodka in church down there in Louisiana, so <laughs> they, they party all the time, so. I'm moving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, we would go down, I'd go down there, I went down there a couple times, and you ride the float, and you throw beads to everybody, Yeah, and it's. It's, a great, it's just a great time. It's a great time. It sounds like it. So I think I've done it four times, and I haven't missed a year. And this year, uh, Fat Tuesday is um, the second Tuesday after the 24 hours. So Ah, so it's a good time. Yeah, so we'll go right after the 24-hour, and we'll go down and throw beads and have a good time.
0: Now, are you discerning about who you throw beads to? I mean, do you have to earn it, or is it uh, – No, it
1: it's pretty uh, – and Mary's Mary's gone on. Say the the fiance is
0: sitting here listening. So. No, 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 All no. Right. No, she was right
1: next to me. The right. <laughs> it's. It, I think it's a bit more subdued than you would think. Okay. But I mean, it, it's pretty fun. There's a lot of kids asking, and there's old ladies asking, and 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 then there's some young ladies asking too. So there's like a whole group <laughs> of, uh, of people asking, and obviously she's doing the same, except the guys. So yeah, it's it's a it's a lot of fun.
0: It's now, fun. what do the guys have to do to earn it?
1: Yeah, how's that work? Yeah, how does that work? <laughs> on the spot. I think they just, just have to look good or happy in a wave. Smile. Smile and wave. Right. You know. Do you only
0: do hot guys? No, I do
1: all guys. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that didn't sound right. All right. <laughs> do <laughs> It's on. You work for NASCAR, you say? So there's that.
0: Yeah, I like the kids. <laughs> you're not helping. <laughs> it's just getting
1: worse. <laughs> Quit while you're fed. iTunes is not going to permit this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, well, first right. episode blah, Red flag. <laughs> yeah.
1: Whole show canceled. No, it's, it's fun. I mean, usually you uh, you give the beats to people who want to get them. You know, they're smiling and they're reaching yeah. out they're and they're screaming. And there's a little kid. and it, It's a lot of fun. It's
0: we did. Fun. Um, I've never been to New Orleans and Ryan has only been through in passing, right? Yeah. So we did on our, during our like first day of our trek, we went through uh, New Orleans, went on Bourbon Street. And this was
2: like six years ago. Yeah, six, or, or like. three weeks
0: ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we were both a little, like, there are certain parts that were super cool, but but we couldn't believe how commercial it, uh, commercialized it had been. But the smell of Bourbon Street, oh. we were not ready for. Oh my gosh, it is horrible. I posted a... Depends on what time of day. Well, this was a Saturday night. Right. So we were there at the worst time. First thing in the morning, it's pretty rank. Oh, yeah. Start
4: cooking about 10 or 11 in the morning. Yeah
0: amazing okay how many
2: people do they find mary do you want a headset no i'm good all <laughs> right <laughs> sean is my audio okay
0: uh yeah, let me turn sound right yeah. yeah try it again audio, audio. There, we go. there you go okay. yeah
2: how many bodies do they find there like every morning the next day i mean it's got to be like one a night that they're like oh, I I'd, make I'd have it. to say there's so an average yeah we had a uh, dinner with rutledge wood who's on Top Gear USA, and yeah. he's a NASCAR guy. Mm-hmm. And he was telling us about his favorite race to go to, is like Talladega, because the infield's so crazy. And he was saying that back in the 70s, 80s, like, they'd pull all the rigs out on Monday, all the tractors and, or uh, motorhomes and all that, and they'd find, like, two or three bodies every time. And it's just like, well, <laughs> that's that.
0: So does this side of Bill Riley come out of the shop?
1: I would say yes. It, I, I, don't I keep know. it fairly light. I mean, it depends what's going on. I mean, sometimes, you know, it's not... Uh, You know, you have something going on that's pretty intense, and sometimes you don't, so you kind of have to, you change it up quite a bit, so you hate to act, you know, bipolar where you're going to be, you know, out of control, funny one time, and then super serious, shut up, I'm mad the other time, but unfortunately that kind of happens. Sure, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, that's probably always the balance is when you're having fun, people are under the illusion that they don't necessarily have to get everything done.
1: But I think that uh, for me, on being fun and people say, oh, you know, I didn't know there was that side of you, I was pretty intense. Till a few years ago. Yeah, it took me a while. Did you probably, but it took me a while to get comfortable where I was in the industry. Okay. And uh, so, like, I think I really buckled down. Oddly enough, head down in the industry when I was 18. Okay. So people who who know me or or who who um, meet me think I'm a lot older. But it was just that I started like head down. This is my career. Right. You know when I was pretty.
0: That was that. You think some of that came from working with your dad?
1: I think so, and I think it was seeing. <clears throat> sorry, seeing some of my surroundings. Yeah. And seeing like, oh, I don't want to be like that guy or that guy, sure. Right. Because I see that you know he's doing this and he's not focused enough. So I went way the other way.
0: Right. Well, Ryan, you're somewhat similar because you started at a very young age. Yeah, I was 17 when I
2: started turning wrenches for uh, Mike Johnson at RCM okay. okay. Motorsports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. back in one Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I never really got to work under my dad until later in life to kind of build those, you know, how to be at, at the yeah. at the job kind of thing. I just knew how he was at home. And uh, so when I worked at Archangel, I just worked under a bunch of younger guys. Like Mike Johnson's just now turning 42. Mm-hmm. So this is, you know, 14 years ago or something. So he was pretty young at the time. But he was laid back, so we had a really fun mm-hmm. time. And I would go from that, at, and we were very successful, I should say. So when I went to other teams where guys that were in charge were nowhere near as successful as Mike was or good at their job but then total dicks. I was like, Ugh. like if it's going to be this hard, it' better be fun
1: Well've run I've run race teams both ways. I've run them as a family, and I've run them as a dictatorship, you know. And for example, uh, like on the Cadillac LMP program, I was running that you know I still had uh, my father and Mark Scott above me in the company, but then you know I, I was running that team, and Mark was busy with the IRL team with the IndyCar team, and Bob, you know floated. and it was uh, I ran it I ran it uh, pretty hardcore. But at the same time I was thirty two years old and we had four cars at Le Mans. So I was pretty, you know, overwhelmed in a way. Yeah. But I had good support. I had good people, like I had Mike Croak with me and Bill Mullen and they're great people. And uh so we had a, a good a good core group, but I was too hardcore at that point. Yeah. You right. know, so you had to lighten had to start lightening it up to where we are now. And it's probably with Ben Keating and the way we're running the Vipers, it's probably the most some of the most enjoyable racing I have
0: right but well, also imagine some of that's a difference in sort of the customer so to speak like with Ben Keating you're answering to a Texas-based car dealership that's a lot of fun yeah. you know versus you're it, you're not dealing with the manufacturer the way you used to yeah. and there's a little different well
1: I think the culture of uh of Chrysler of Dodge you know when I had that program the factory program was going those were really good people also yeah. you know Gary Johnson and Matt Benarowitz and Ralph Shields they were really great people so that, that made it a lot easier for me to get comfortable, too. Right. right.
0: So, and I assume they were racers in the sense that. Big-time racers.
1: Yeah. Big-time racers. Big, you know, let's, obviously, let's stay focused on winning this race. But if the checkered flag falls and, the, and, we, got, and we have the trophy and the tailgates close, we're going to have a party. Yeah. Just yeah. so we're all clear, <laughs> we're going to have a party. Yeah. So, so, um, so that, that was a lot. That was a refreshing, uh, you know, breath of fresh air into motorsports for me was working with, with that group. Yeah. So you're from Lafayette originally, is that what you said? No. I grew up in Detroit. Okay. I'm uh, from the streets. But you, so,
2: <laughs> I noticed a sleeve tattoo I hadn't oh, seen yeah. it before. Yeah. Exactly. It's flesh yeah. colored. Yeah. <laughs> it's badass. <laughs> so you just spend a lot of time down there? Is that what? Is that what it took um, from earlier?
1: No, I, I haven't spent a whole lot. Of, I mean, we used to spend uh, you know, a couple weeks each summer. Okay. But I was
2: going to you know. say, because Jeff Mosing drove for you earlier this year.
1: Yes. And he is from Lafayette. He and, is. And
2: he's all about it down there. He's uh, always I, like, you got to
1: come down and meet people. Oddly enough, uh, yeah, my father and I think Jeff and Brett's father uh, – they had a, fr- a the Mosings had a pretty good machine shop. Mm-hmm. My dad when he was racing in Lafayette he used to get stuff done there. Yeah. You know when when he did that. So.
2: Nice.
1: Yeah. yeah. he's a good dude. We actually went to his uh his petrol lounge. Did you get a chance to go there I when did. you
2: were? Yeah, so we we just happened to drive when we left uh, Jeff Browns or, we, or uh, Bose. Bose. Somewhere on this trip we coincidentally ran through Austin. Saw a guy get hit by a Car on a motorcycle.
0: Yep, <laughs> had to chase Hit the guy. Ride. Yeah, <laughs> oh Hit really? We had to call yeah. the cops and the whole thing. Yeah, get yeah, the yeah. plate number and all that. It was fun. Yeah. Um, but it was. Well, what basically was interesting was watching you as a race car driver. Like, oh, let's catch that guy. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> we had let's a, take a photo and call a, the cops. Where I was, was It was you're like, oh, it's this our time? Like, it's day two. Let's not no.
2: But we. The way the trip was working out we couldn't drive any longer because our next destination was too far so we stopped in austin i just texted jeff because he's a good friend and i was like mm-hmm. hey can we come check out your your stuff tomorrow and i knew that uh sean didn't understand how cool the place is and uh, so we actually took the camera there a lot of and things it, oh, well so clearly isn't it awesome or but what yeah. oh my gosh it's
1: such an eclectic collection yeah and he, he knows know? everything about every yeah, yeah, little car about I, every single car he had me uh i went to the party head there during the austin Coda yeah. weekend, and. Um, Ben Keating and myself gave him a painted-up car, a Viper, of the one he drove at Laguna Seca, yeah, a slot car. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. he was, like, he was so excited about that. I'm so sure that he's already run it. Yeah. He has <laughs> probably worn out. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> that slot car track was something else. It was. awesome. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. like a kid's dream.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm a slot car guy, or was, and had a big setup at one of my former houses, so I'm sure at some point, it's all boxed up, so at some point it'll emerge again. Weren't you Mary racing cars
2: not that long ago? Okay.
1: Yeah, I've, I raced I've uh. Re- uh I got into kart racing in the late 90s because I was too focused on um, my the normal racing career to drive. Yeah. I wanted to be a driver, but by the time I said, "Okay, I can start driving now," I was 30. Right. So I couldn't afford anything. So I got into carts, and some guys at work got into carts with me. So it was pretty fun. You know, we load up a tag trailer with seven carts at one time and would all go racing. So it was a lot of fun. But then, you know, I, I started with Yamahas. And that wasn't much fun for me because I was too big. And like, you were you were doing like big South Road racing, I think. Yeah, is big, that right? Big, like big the big right, tracks, the big tracks. So basically, yeah. like Road Atlanta yeah, and yeah. all that. Rhode stuff. Road Atlanta, Road America, and yeah. all that. And then got to uh, 125 shifters, and then realized, oh my god, these guys—they don't. These guys do not care about going to work on Monday. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like they are nuts. Yeah,
2: Penske's watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so I mean, yeah, I mean they're crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know. So then
1: <laughs> I'm like, well, I gotta. I, I don't want to go down to Yamahas because that's a, that's a disaster for me. So I went up to 250 shifter. It's like okay, all these guys have to work on Monday. Right. You know right. these are these ways. are this is my group. Yeah. So I raced two fifty shifters for probably three years. And those
2: are like the big ones, like the ones that yeah, run was, the same lap time as like a GT one yeah, car or I something. Mean,
1: well, yeah, the the good guy. I mean, I was good in the Midwest area, won a championship one year, and then went out to Laguna, and then you know there's Eddie Lawson, and I mean he just slaughtered us, slaughtered yeah. me. Yeah. So bad. No, I remember <laughs> my second year, I'm like okay. I'm going to, you know, now I got a new engine. I got an RS250 off a of Grand Prix motorcycle bike. You know, I mean, <laughs> titanium crank, titanium rods. I mean, I am ready. Right. You've got this. I got this. <laughs> you know, full ground, made a full under tray under the cart, you know, full, under, as full, you do, full right. ground effects. ground right. As you know. I'm well, to I mean, do. you're <laughs> building
2: carts against Tony Dow at that
0: point because he
2: was, I think, doing Yeah, Eddie he awesome was stuff. a year after me. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So then.
0: Was there full CFD or anything on it?
1: No, of okay. course, it was like uh, coffee fluid dynamics at that point. So, <laughs> <coughs> so then I go out for the first practice and I made a formed seat for myself and all that stuff, you know, kind of a lay down deal. And I go, I go, man, the seat's poking into my ribs. I've been using the seat for a year and a half. I don't know what the deal is. And like every session I go out, it's worse and worse and worse. So it's like at the end of the race, I'm like, you're going to have to cart me away. I mean, just push me in the trailer. No, I mean push us in the trailer, <laughs> yeah. and I, I got to go in an ambulance because something is very wrong, <laughs> you know. So I get in the ambulance, haul oh, me you away. Wow. Oh wow, you really did. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I had a kidney stone, and I didn't know it. <laughs> oh. It was like no one in my family ever had a kidney stone. So here I am at Laguna Seca, just sucking ass, right, right. you know, thinking like, oh, I'm pathetic and this and that. And I had a kidney stone the <laughs> whole weekend. Oh, my and I thought gosh. it was a seat broke, you know, a, a rib was broken or something. I wouldn't, and I was so slow. The two guys that came with me to help me wrench on it, I'm not going to tell them that I have a pain in my side from the yeah, seat because they're like, oh, Yo, yeah, you know, if you push the gas pedal harder, you won't have a pain. Mm-hmm. Right. You yeah. Know, so, yeah, sure you do. Yeah. So I had, to have, I had a kidney stone, and I remember there was a fairly large nurse. I forgot her name. I think her name was Sally. Like tall? You mean no, tall? No, she was large. <laughs> she big. Rotund. And she was <laughs> the one that gave the morphine. Oh, so oh, yeah. good. Fell, people. I fell in love with good Sally. Good people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. <laughs>
0: So at a go kart track, do people know that you're Bill Riley, and and do you get that extra special attention of some like forty year old one twenty five guy who thinks that you're his ticket in?
1: No, not really. I never really played that up. Right. Uh, 'cause it was kind of my weekend away, oh, I understand, yeah, but like even now when we do chump car, you know we don't wear team uniforms yeah. we make sure we bring an unbranded easy up pretty sure SRT appreciates that too you know unbranded trailers we right. don't
2: we don't do anything right. so on the flip side of that is that my team in world challenge real time racing actually brings the race rig and race easy up and pit box, and then they unload out of the race rig the jankiest Honda Civic you've ever seen, and yeah. that's kind of the, joke, the about joke about
1: it yeah yeah i'm I'm kind of the opposite kind I don't really want, uh, you know, people, but if you're at a chump car race and you have a handling issue, I will answer any of your questions for a beer. So Ooh, one no. beer answers a question. I was which about is to say, easy a does it fairly here. Fairly large, <laughs> fairly large discount on my normal rate. But this will
0: not work in an instant. Event.
1: No. Okay. No. About right, no. well, like a bad. bottle
0: of whiskey. Bourbon?
1: It depends what class Okay. You're in. All oh, right. Yeah. all okay. right. I like okay. that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. If Could I
0: bring be. a PC car
2: to your shop, can you just preset it no, up for I me? I don't like PC cars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hopefully Keating's not listening.
2: No, I don't, I don't like
0: PC cars, no.
2: So I don't really want to talk much about, like, real racing stuff. I want to hear, like, good stories about hmm. you, like, burning rental cars down and stuff. But <laughs> um, LMP3 is a thing that just came up. You guys are yep. building an LMP3 car with Tony Ave. Um mm-hmm. Do you think they're going to try to make that work over here? Because there's so much interest everywhere else, it sounds like. And Sean and I were talking about this quite a bit, because I'm only really allowed to race the PC class outside of my World Challenge mm-hmm. stuff. And so that's the only class I can like work on for the long races, basically. And we were talking the difference between PC and P3. Do you think it's kind of a bummer that they don't put the same engine in the back of the current P3 cars to compare to? Because I said I guess it was like eight or nine seconds slower yeah I was, Glen, I was at that test but it also doesn't have the same
1: motor it's 100 pounds 100 horsepower less or something unfortunately that test didn't go as well as anybody planned right you know obviously janetta wasn't happy with it no one was happy with mm-hmm. it and um a lot of that was i don't think they had enough time to get it sorted out for walk Glen. sure right. you know i know i couldn't do it you know if they told gave me a car that i've never been to Walking Glen before i wouldn't be able to do it in that right. amount of time right yeah and i, I don't think we we're we we're quite ready but to answer your question, your earlier question, and that long segmented question, <laughs> this guy's the, uh, well, Let's talk about your podcast, Bill. Exactly. Years and broadcast. When are you going to drive around the country and ask <laughs> people? Questions. Who's your next question? Who's your next guest, Bill? Um, I, I think. Uh, <laughs> well, I've got them lined up. <laughs> yes, yeah, probably. My next guest will be Mark Miller. Matter of fact, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll call him later tonight, and we'll talk about him. You guys can eat that casserole. <laughs> yeah, uh-uh, that's fine. And I think he has three of them by this point. Wait for you guys. <laughs> 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 <coughs> <coughs> do we, do we you you guys, sure yeah you yeah. guys want do you want steak fish a little bit of both yep yeah i'll take okay. whatever you do you serving. mind sir, do you mind serving no, not at all. Okay. okay cool thank steak you
0: fish, uh i will do st- i'll do both sorry yes i'll do both, both?
1: please yes please both. both thank you so um on the p3 p3 car it's a real shame because that is the car that should be racing in the u.s somewhere yeah right yeah. It's low cost. It's a kick-ass little car. Yeah. Well, I know ours is, or uh, will be. And um, for the value, there's no way anything can come close to this. Right. And I'm excited about it just because I know it's going to be a great track day car. Absolutely. You know, it's safe. It meets the LMP1 crash tests. You know, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a stout car. Right. But, but it's a shame that it just didn't get launched right in the U.S.
0: Is the, ba- uh, again, we don't want to make it too serious about racing, but is the basic issue that the speed just doesn't have a real place in sort of the IMSA st- uh, structure, or what's the issue?
1: Yeah, I think it just doesn't quite fit there yet. Yeah. And I and I think, and obviously, you know, I don't, I don't think there's anyone to blame it about sure. any of this. It just doesn't quite fit into a class yet. Um, but when it does, it'll take off. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it is a great little car. Right, Absolutely. And I think that the PC competitors, I think they're pretty serious on what they want or know what they want. So we'll just have to see, I guess, a new PC car would come out in 18 or a different or whatever they're going to do. Right. Right. And so we'll just have to see what that car ends up being. And how that all kind of fits in. Yeah. How that shakes out.
0: Right. Right. So you were saying this earlier, but, you know, Riley Technologies uh, uh, is kind of divided into two categories. You guys build race cars and you run race teams. Yes. And it... At least offline, there was a very clear preference towards one over the other. Yeah. Um, so kind of how does that balance between you guys?
1: Well, I, I enjoy racing. I enjoy running race teams or sort of being involved in race teams. I like that feel of it. I like the challenge of it. Um, and, you know, we, the way it kind of all started was in, I guess, 89 or 90. You know, we built a lot of race cars before that. But we were going to have an IndyCar team. You yeah. know, we, we had sponsorship lined up and all that. And funny story, the sponsor said, oh, we don't want to, you know, do IndyCar. We want to go to uh, NASCAR. You know, I was a kid at this point. Right. I was in my early 20s. And, uh, and my dad said, I don't want to go back to NASCAR. You know, my father was at NASCAR in the 80s. And uh, as a consultant, he's like, I don't want to go back to NASCAR. So he told, you know, that sponsor, you know, well, go, you know, have a great time over there. Talk to you later. And, uh, of course, that was DuPont. So <laughs> they, they went off to you know, Conoco Oil, you know, slash Krytox, slash Kevlar, which is DuPont. Yeah. So they went off to NASCAR. And I guess they did okay. And yeah. then, um, heard of them. Heard of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they did all right. Some kid from Indiana. But anyway, um, so the IndyCar sponsorship dried up, and we're sitting there trying to figure out what to do. And also you start getting calls for people wanting Trans Am cars. And then you get people like George Robinson from Texas saying, I'm sending you money for a Trans Am car. So you have to build it. Yeah, figure yeah. it out. So go. George Robinson, you know, Gar Robinson's father, who yeah. runs a TA2, was our first customer. So he bought a Trans Am car, and then uh, that was it. We're building cars. So we started building cars, you know, a bunch, of several different kinds of cars. And then in uh, mid-'90s, 96, we started up a race team again with Wayne Taylor, brought the Konica Denka sponsorship. Together we got uh, Pirelli and Oldsmobile, and then we started up racing on Mark three, you yeah. know, against yeah. Ferrari. Right. And that was kind of one of those aha moments because people would come up to Bob. I'd, you know, be with him. And I was kind of more of a team manager role at that point. And uh, they would say, you know, what are you doing, Bob? You know, you're crazy to go up against Ferrari. Absolutely crazy. Right. You know, no one's going to beat Ferrari. You're nuts. My dad, he said, I don't care. You know, we're, <laughs> we're going to race against them. I'm not scared of anybody. So, and I mean, not like my dad's going to go beat him up. I mean, you've right. seen my dad, but right. but he's like, I'm not, I'm not scared. Right. I'll, I'll out engineer anybody. So that kind of taught me the tone of, you know, that, you know, it's possible. Yeah, and all that stuff. And I asked air. I asked my dad, too, I said, why, you know, how did you get that attitude, you know, kind of thing, or why? And he said in the Thank 60s, you awesome. Thank you very much. he was going to build a, uh, my dad was going to build a sports racing car, you know, and uh, all of a sudden an announcement came out that Lotus was coming out, I think it was a Lotus 30, and my dad just quit building that car, you know, and went to Formula V's, but that would have been a better market. Yeah. And uh, he, when the Lotus 30 got out, I think it was a Lotus 30, it was a flop. You know, it didn't work. So my dad's car that would have been, you know, would have beaten right. it. Yeah. So that's when he decided I'm not going to be afraid of Just going up against yeah, anybody, yeah, yeah. you know, type thing. But that was probably like the, you know, he asked me earlier in the email, you know, about a aha moment. And that was that 96 season. We were up against Ferrari and, you know, and up against, uh, you know, and there were serious people engineering the cars like Jeff Brown and all that. Yeah. And Kevin Dorn um, at that time, you know, he th- that was, you know, he was a powerhouse. So, I mean, it was uh, it was a lot of fun back in the 90s beating those guys at Daytona and Sebring and winning the championship.
2: Those are my favorite times of racing because I was born in 83 and my dad was an IMSA GTP yeah. guy. But I didn't really know what was going on until early 90s, like, to understand it. And so when I finally did understand racing to an extent, it was, like, Wayne Taylor, Dyson racing, yeah. you know, the Ferrari 333s from anybody that had them. And I was yeah. always a Riley guy. I was a Dyson fan. Oh, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, James Weaver was, like, my hero. Oh, yeah, up, for sure. You know, he was the man. And so we talked about that with Jeff Brown and I was like, Hey, what was your heyday? And he's like, Yeah, it was probably when we ran the the Ferrari versus the Riley's. Those are those are the years. Yeah, those are pretty good years.
1: Yeah. And uh and Weaver was just uh he was really good. He was outstanding. You know.
2: My favorite thing about him is that when I first knew who he was, he was probably already in his forties. Mm-hmm. And he was like known as the fearless last of the late breakers, didn't care who you were, I... what the conditions were. And it was like him versus Pappas for a couple of years, yeah, yeah. and Pappas was just off the boat, and he'd raced F1, and yeah. it was like, who are these two different, totally different people? Pappas is like the young stud, Weaver's wearing pink socks, yeah, you know, you're like, how is that guy the man? Just looking at him walking around the paddock. I
1: don't, I don't know if I've seen anybody that's had as much trust in a car that I've been involved with in James Weaver, because yeah. I remember like one of the last times a Mark Threes ran was Daytona, let's say. I don't know what it had been, 2001, 2002. Yeah, there. I remember just almost walking da- walking down to turn one during practice, and watching Weaver going to turn one, which was a sight to see. Yeah. yeah. And just think myself, this is the last time I'm ever going to see anybody have this much trust, because you know everybody was switching over to the newer generation cars. Anybody's going to have this much trust to uh, in one of our vehicles yeah. than Weaver did. And he was he was a he was a big part of the Mark III success. Mm-hmm. Was uh, Weaver. And
0: you know, cutting to, to 2015, uh, in my eyes, kind of Goosens is kind of your guy these yeah. days. Mm-hmm. So where did that come from?
1: Well, I think at the time, both Mark and I were both kicked to the curb. Uh, Cadillac kicked our company to the curb yeah. in two th- into 2000. And then uh, uh, Cadillac kicked Mark to the curb at the end of 2001. So we are kind of both together. I met Mark in 2000 because he drove for dams on the Cadillac team. Yeah. And um, so we were both kind of kicked to the curb. And it was kind of like, well, let's work together. So f- we were fortunate enough to have Jim Matthews as a car owner. Carolina Turkey. Carolina Turkey. Mm-hmm. and uh, those Rileys. And he uh, he uh, put Goosens in with, with uh, Guy Smith at Sebring in mm-hmm. 2002, and we finished on the podium on Goodyear's, and all the other cars were Michelins, and we beat one of the Audis. They had problems, but we still beat them.
0: This was before you had the excellent Continental tires.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so then we just uh, – so then just kind of gelled after that. And Mark, uh, the, the thing I like about Mark, and, and you know, so Mark and I worked together for a little while, then I worked with Angelelli for a while, then worked back with Mark, and I enjoyed working with Max also. And Max also ringed the car's neck, you know, and, and it's kind of one of those things I'm not involved, and when I say myself a car owner, you know, please understand my father is partners with me on everything. But I don't mind when a race car driver wrecks one of our cars. I'm not attached to our cars, I hate our race cars. My favorite race, but the car I hate the most is the one we just finished. The car yeah. I like the most, we're building it right now. Yeah, So, <laughs> makes sense. you know, so I don't mind. I'm not attached. I don't care about chassis numbers. I don't care where the old race cars go. Yeah. You know, they, they just need to go because I was with and my father ruined me on that because <laughs> I was on a vintage race with him one time, you know, looking at old cars, or they had vintage cars there. And I go, oh, look, you know, there's an Intrepid. Let's go look at the Intrepid, you know, because we both worked on that. And, uh, Favorite go, GTP car of all time. He goes, I don't want to look at that car. <laughs> I go, why not? He goes, all I see is, are, is our mistakes. And since then, whenever I look at a car, I, uh, you know, I go, good, uh, You know, start to look. At, so I don't mind when the cars go away, you know, or attached to it. So what do
4: you think of a stake? Yeah,
1: speaking the of Craig, holy crap. What, how is it yeah, really? Seriously? really no, I you, yeah, I tell you. I tell you. Yeah. Or the Taylor boys? How yeah, how the Taylor boys going to, I mean, I'm. Well, it's been thrown. I mean, they're going to Google their recipe, obviously. Yeah. Because that's exactly. how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't kill the
2: pizza with their own hands. But you definitely killed this one. Are, so. are they <laughs> having
1: steak or are they doing pizza for you? Uh, it's, We don't know yet. Yeah, we didn't really get too pushy. We with have them. a like, nine-hour hey, drive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we
0: have a nine-hour drive to figure that
1: out tomorrow. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm worried. I don't like those two. They're teaming up. <laughs> <laughs> they're up to no good. I know it. <laughs> I know it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> with the... Uh, the Intrepid, Did you you worked on that as well? That was mm-hmm. you know beginning of your career? Yeah, I, to I mean,
1: uh, my father was a lead designer on that. Yeah. And I was underneath him. It was just him and I drew it all in a pencil, with pencil. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I have you a know, solid year of my life into that design. I look at that
2: car, and it looks like it is – I mean, it looks like a wedge. It looks like the best uh, Pinewood Derby car you could ever design <laughs> if you wanted to make downforce.
1: I think that car um, it had a bit of a – a, a strange history. It was designed in 85 and then got shelved and then redesigned it again in 88. It got shelved then redesigned again in 91. Because, uh, you know, in 85 it was against the 962. We knew we could beat the 962. Yep. And 80, uh, 88 you know, still could beat all those cars. And the problem, I think, with the Intrepid was it was just the power. Mm-hmm. You know, people talk about, oh, it was draggy. No, it didn't have any power. I mean, it had... By the rules, you only know, had a 6.5 liter Chevy, you know, with 750 horsepower. But, you know, in the 80s, the BMW had 1,400 in qualifying <laughs> trim, right? You know, we're a 1,000 in race trim. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're giving up 250 horsepower. So, that was its biggest fault. When we were designing it, uh, Jim Miller wanted to use a Judd, a Judd V10, mm-hmm. you know, Formula One engine in a 3.5 liter or 3 liter. And uh, that's what we wanted to do because it would have been a light car, you know, could have used a lighter gearbox and we would have killed them. And and IMSA said, no, no, we don't want any Formula 1 engines in this series. So, okay, so we went to the the small block, Chevrolet and all that. And then, you know, then they let in the XJR14 a year later. (laughs) Which is a Formula 1 car. Which is a Formula 1 engine. (laughs) (laughs) So it was kind of a, a, you know, a slap in the face to uh, the competitors. So I think that's kind of what, in a way, killed GTP was not allowing stuff, Telling you no than telling other people yes. Right. You know.
0: How would you compare that to the current
1: era? The current what? The current era. Hmm. Well, I actually think the pressures of social media keep people more straighter than they did back then.
0: I would agree. Uh, wholeheartedly. Almost to a I mean, well, not almost to a fault.
1: Yeah, um, you know, I mean, an email came across. It's An email came across today, you know, when you guys are setting up from Simon. Hodgson and IMSA mm-hmm. about the driver rating category for GTD. Oh, oh, which is a huge, a- <laughs> huge issue for Bill, us. Bill, let's have a chat. Ah. So, <laughs> talk about a source update. So, we got so I, hours. I, I, uh, you know, I got that email and I read it and I'm like, man, I'm not smart enough to understand this. So let me help you. Out. Like <laughs> I need a, I need a, I need a cave painting or something. You know, please help me.
0: Wait, do they make it more complicated.
1: So then, so then I called up uh, Jeff Carter. I feel like I could call him after hours because the email came after hours. Right, and then. Um, I called, uh, I called up Jeff, and he took my call right away. And Jeff is the
0: competition director. Is, yeah. So. Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, and Jeff goes, it's the same as 2015. I'm like, oh, okay. I understand now. Okay, okay. I was reading it, you know, yeah. focusing on the wrong word. So uh, anyway, so now that was all good. But I think if they made, like, big changes like that before, you would read the rule book. And um, so you read the rule book and don't like the rule. Well, then I got to go call Ryan. So I got to go find his phone number in the Rolodex and call him up on the phone and wait for them to call me back, You right. know, maybe leave a message. Well, now you know I can take that email, you know, copy-paste it, put it on my Facebook or, page, right. you know, what the hell are they thinking, right. and, yeah. and then all that. I mean, I'm, I like the, the 2015 rules are the way to go, and I'm glad they did it because it makes sense. So,
0: Who made the potatoes, more importantly? The potatoes? Excellent. Yeah, the potatoes are pretty Absolutely good. excellent.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you like the steak, though? Oh, the steak is excellent. Okay, Absolutely. okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they're, they're the Taylor brothers have the work cut out for them. <laughs> they better. I'm, I'm going to toe the line. And I, I'm not being like it, because we're not journalists, so we can't even claim to be uh, professional. But I'm going to toe the line and say it is, to me, a true toss-up between between this stake and then the one from uh, from Mrs. Brown. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> s-
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was a different It'll style. A it was time. a very yeah, different because style. The, you're in the playoffs. That proves that, proves that they're liars, <laughs> just so you know. the Browns, Jeff Brown and Diana are liars, because when they were here – Eating our steak happily at that table, they uh-huh. so said this was once some of the best steak they ever had. Is that, is that correct? Way to go, Sean! All right, way to yes. make the Browns and the liars.
0: I, yeah, I started it. Good. Now, so there's a rivalry now. <laughs> All
1: right, it's on. I I have, to have steak off. We're making it happen. Actually,
2: what I what we were going to propose is that you've made the chase, and so we're going to have to have a, a final okay. cook-off. All right, yeah, okay, right. Yeah, you're in the chase. It probably
1: wasn't my best night. but yeah, I have to work on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, like I'm going to see Jeff at Daytona. He just slaps me. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? Never speak to me again. Yeah, <laughs> Don't look me in the eye. We
1: let you in our
0: kitchen. I <laughs> like Jeff? Jeff's a good guy. He's Jeff awesome. and Diane are both good people. Are
2: you familiar with D-Sports Racers? <laughs>
0: yeah. Wow. Are you aware of this story? Do yes. you know how this is going? Uh, oh, we I might need to
2: backwards. use you for, for a side project. Yeah. So he told so, us the... So... <laughs> put his hand up. <laughs> Everly, quiet.
1: D-Sports Racing... Before. Is my favorite class of motorsports. It was. It was. And, it was. Why, it, it, let me guess.
0: Because it's sort of family-built, affordable racing?
1: And back in the 80s, <laughs> okay, there was an engineer at Buick named Ray Crotrochi when we ran the Buick IndyCar program. Of course, I was a data guy slash tire guy in that. But he wanted me to design and build a D-Sports racer, built two of them, and he would do the engines. Okay. A turbocharged 600cc motorcycle engine, because he was a turbo guy. Sounds familiar. So we're like, <laughs> we so I'm like, yeah, that'll cool. work. He's like, he goes, I can, c- you can. There's no problem, though, you know, getting four hundred, getting three hundred horsepower, three fifty horsepower back then. I'm like, Sounds okay, familiar. yeah. So you know, obviously, we never did it, of course. Then about, I you don't know, two thousand and four, maybe five, when D Sport started to take off. Yeah. Maybe two thousand. You know, I started to draw one up. You know, just just quarter scale. Because the shop was looking for work. Uh, I uh, think Simon Hodgins calling you. I don't know if you want to take that. Put him on the air. Speaker. Speaker. <laughs> Better not. Speaker. Well, he's calling me back, which is very courteous of him. But You can I, take it. Um, fine. We, can, we no, can shut down. No, it'll go on too long. I'll, I'll see. I'll talk to him later. Is
0: it's, that normal that IMSA officials call you at, uh, what is it, 8 o'clock at night?
1: Yeah. Hey, yeah. you're Bill Riley. That, no, you I'm not. What what I mean? saying, yeah.
0: he, the man works all hours.
1: Open. I understand. Yeah, and then Ken Swan calls me from, Kenny texted me too. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> level five. So anyway, then I uh, cost out a D-Sports racer, let's say in the early 2000s. And I go, okay, the store is $70,000, you know, so i got to be in that range. Did a cost analysis, got to sell 10 cars at 700 grand. Going to have this much in design. So and I can't make it work. It won't work for us. i got to sell the car for 100 grand. And that's out of the market range. Right, yeah. So then Ed Zabenska calls me up. So do you like D-Sports Racers? being a good friend of Scott Tucker's yeah. at level five. And, I, and uh, he goes, do you like d Do you know anything about, have you ever heard of this class called D-Sports Racer? I'm like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, like, like, like you know, because I race supercars, no, So right. obviously the next step is D-Sports, right. Right. you right. know, <laughs> except they're not not as fast. So it's like, I just love D-Sports. And then they go, well, we want to go break the track record at Road America, blah, 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 this and that. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, I'm doing the numbers. Like oh, it's gonna cost them this. I'm you know adding everything up, like it's gonna cost yeah. this much money to do, you know. I'm like, uh, I can't even say it. I can't say that number. No, you know. And little did that, you know, he can. Yeah. So then, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like let's say it's a quarter million dollars without engines. Yep. I go. I can't even say it. No, so I get it. I go. I'm gonna no quote because it's too embarrassing for me. Because right. I, I was the fun at the time. Yeah, because yeah. I, yeah. I was selling DP cars to them and all that stuff. Right, right. And I'm like, I, I, I'm not going to damage the DP relationship Sure. Right. over me quoting $250,000 on a D-Sports. Yeah. It's probably. not going to happen. <laughs> so then little did I know, you know, that it was going to be a $2 million D-Sports racer that, you know, is going after their racing off of some 30-year-old kid and that has like a, that brought his girlfriend and their dog to the racetrack that's what they're up against <laughs> you know i mean i didn't know that it was that you know it was clubbing all the baby seals in antarctica i just didn't know right if i would have known like the if they would if ed would have said well i think we're going to allocate two million dollars to do this yeah, you I would've would've have. i would have been pretty into it yeah, yeah. Absolutely. really into work. it yeah. man. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like just, way into it sounds like your
0: greatest regret yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's what Jeff
1: was talking about. But at least like, I'm not bitter. Great. <laughs> right. I'm more pissed I off about remember it. that you guys say it was my stake made to chase. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're in the final four going into Homestead, man.
1: Uh.
0: <laughs> Have you had that kind of opportunity where somebody just came to you and made it clear the, the, the checkbook was no issue? Yeah. And you're just like, oh, I'm just going to exploit the hell out of this and, and make the, the perfect race car.
1: I've had people tell me that like on the race weekend. Like, like they're full of shit. No, no, like, um, for example, Jim Matthews would tell me, like, on Thursday, like, you do whatever you need to do to win this race for me, and on Monday, I'll complain to you nonstop about how much money we just spent, you know? Okay. Like, okay. Right. So, you know, so it's, you know, 2002 Daytona, soft tires it is, (laughs) you know, every stop, (laughs) soft tires, soft tires, soft tires. Um, You know, it was a $84,000 tire bill. For right. one car, back then, which was a lot, and um, <laughs> yeah. you know, then obviously Monday, Jim, you know, called me up and yelled at me. But we finished second to Kevin that year with the Delara. Yeah. So Kevin Duran. But but yeah, I mean, I've had people say that on the weekends. I usually have to stop myself from doing it. Right.
0: Well, and because here, here was the thing: like if if you're Jeff Brown, for example, the uh, you know we've all been in the sport long enough to know that you hear a lot of people say, "Oh, budget's no issue," and then they get the bill, and it turns out, yes, it was and and i assume at this point you're preconditioned to not ever trust when somebody comes and says blank checkbook
1: yeah yeah so. for sure for sure like the setup we have now with mr king's really with ben is really good you know we set the budget we agree to the budget then it's my job to stay under the budget right and um but at the same time the way i look at it compared to somehow some of my competitors look at at it is when i'm on my deathbed i'm gonna want another rolex yes, please Thank you. I'm not going to be happy about how much money I saved at the 24 Hours Daytona because I didn't put a fresh gearbox in before the race weekend. Hmm. What you team know? owners are you talking about? What's that? Nothing. So, <laughs> so I, so I, I kind of have a different philosophy going into the race weekend in some of the competition because I'd rather have the win, get more win record, yeah. have that be something better for me down the road than saving my money and and doing something else. Right. You know, simple as that.
0: Well, and you also have the integrity to know that you're going to get other business. Yeah. If yeah. you if you continue that way. Yeah, if
1: you
2: continue with the win record in yeah. championships. Yeah. yeah. So How many races has Riley won in IMSA Grand Name now? I don't know. It's like 100 or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's close. Yeah. He's like, yeah, somewhere right there. Yeah.
1: And then as far as the Riley family, my father and I, at Daytona, we have 30, 30 wins. That's thirty awesome. thirty one 31 wins. I have a podium there in ST. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> so he, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. Thirty-one class ones at the 24 Hours Daytona. Yeah, not including the summer race. How right. do you guys split up the duties? Um, I guess right now. That's uh, clear. You and your dad. Yeah, uh, Bob. Bob's really in the design office all the time. Do you call him Bob Riley? I call him Bob or call him Dad depends on what we're doing.
0: Okay. Is that a professionalism thing or he's just always?
1: If been If we're Bob around Riley? people, I call him Bob. If right. we're if it's just him and I, I call him Dad. Okay. When you guys are working together, do you ever get into it? The only time we argue is about shock springs and bars. Does he call you by your full name when he's giving it to you? (laughs) No. He he usually just walk walk away from it either. Doesn't still try to ground you or anything like that? we're usually very uh, connected on which direction to take the business. Very connected.
2: And it's been pretty damn successful.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's still – he's 84. He works uh, every day Um, still, every day. Yeah. So – and he's still happy doing the design work. Right. So, I mean, he's still – Hardcore. He's up there. He was there, you know, uh, when I left to come here, working on the P2 arrow. You know, so he, he's on it. Right.
2: That's, That's for it. the Multimatic venture. You guys. Yeah, the Multimatic Riley car. 17 mm-hmm. or 17. Yeah, we have yeah. a big uh,
1: review with Multimatic tomorrow.
2: When's, When's that car going to become public, like just visually?
1: As as like, late as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Copy that. Yeah. <laughs> when it unrolls, it well, well, huh? well played. There's um, a There's a reason to, you don't see much about the P3 car. Right. Yeah, cool. How it looks. Yeah,
2: yeah. no, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how it comes out. Yeah. With the uh, success you guys have had, you've obviously built, like, you know, just in terms of not types of cars but am- amounts of chassis, how many
1: cars have rolled out of Riley's doors? Oh, well, if you look at the Riley and Scott years, we did a oh, – I don't know how many Trans Am cars. We did 40-something. 40, <laughs> Forty. Like, if you look at some numbers, there's, like, 42 Trans Am cars. 50 dp cars Jesus. Uh, 22 mark threes um those are probably the big chunks of yeah the, the three big chunks and as a manufacturer oh and then 11 vipers and then uh
2: eight track day cars as a manufacturer i hear this from porsche people all the time that <laughs> the fastest the porsche cup car is is when it rolls off the showroom floor and then people screw it up from there on out how often do you get Phone calls or emails or setup sheets, and you look at it and you're like, "Why did you do this?"
1: Um, usually, it's not in a setup sheet; it's something else. Yeah, if there's an issue. But every now and then, a, a customer will bring a car back for a master reset. You know, yeah, then we'll do a master reaper, reset. And, yeah, and, and
0: they just completely kind of go back to the default on everything. Yeah, so to speak. yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, like level five when they bought the DP cars, that at that time at the twenty at Daytona, the 140 was a magic number, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, on its first shakedown test it did a 39 something huh. this yeah. was in 2009 yeah so it, it was like that car's or 2010 it was like that yeah. car's really 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 fast mm-hmm. you know we shouldn't touch it and then it then it you know slowly yeah, you went slower, slower like that, right yeah. slowly backwards <laughs> <a little bit. laughs> and that was with Bu- Bushu who was driving it during that oh uh, well lally probably yeah hated that's the driver yeah. so
0: uh uh Bushu comes up because we were talking offline that you know if there was one driver that you could punch in the face, and Lally. Like that was like his <laughs> number, number two, two answer. Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, uh, if there's uh, if if you could just freely punch somebody in the face. Oh boy.
2: He's like, how much time? All do you right, have? Yeah. I I
1: mean, all I, day. <laughs> well, two drivers have hit me in pit lane. Ooh, so that's really? usually probably okay. the big thing. Let's who's who who
2: who's, who should <laughs> I be concerned about?
1: Well, when we won the championship in '96 at Daytona, um, Pappas in a 333 came down and stopped in our pit box, right. like angrily stopped in our pit box. And he uh, held his hand out to shake my hand. And I walked in to shake his hand, and then he took off and ran my feet over. No way. No, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Then <laughs> And then, uh, then uh, uh, Justin Bell hit me in pit lane in a Corvette. That was
2: probably an accident,
1: though. That was not an accident. Really? No, because he had room to go out further. Right. He was just clipping it too close. He just didn't want to have a career yeah. anymore. I, I, don't know about that, but, <laughs> uh, but I, I was, I was gonna bring up the point if he ever came up to want to drive for us again. Like, no, he can't drive for us. He hit me. Sorry. But I didn't have it. You've been waiting noted. for that moment. No so, yeah, noted. We'll make that happen. So, I, not that I want to punch those guys in the face or anything, but maybe run over. They the both feet. did hit me in pit lane, right. just so we're clear. Man.
0: So uh, uh, the track weekend. Uh, my, so my business partner Jason, who does a lot of videotaping when I can't do it. Huh? Um, you know, I told him, okay, we had, a, we had a shoot in Indianapolis last year. And I'm like, okay, so you're going to meet these guys at the Viper Exchange team. You need to interview these three or four guys. And one of them is going to be Bill Riley. He's got this, but seven other programs going on at the same time. And he tells me the greatest story at the end of the day, which is, uh, he's like, so I met Bill. I'm like, oh, how did that go? And he's like, well, he looked me in the eye, shook my hand and went, I'll have no time for you. And then walked away. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Tell me, tell me about how how busy because with with everything you have going on on MSO weekend. I mean, the, a day in the life of Bill Riley's gotta gotta be a little bit rough.
1: Um. Well, the thing like right now with Ben Ben Keating is you have a guy who doesn't ask for anything, doesn't demand anything, doesn't call you up and bitches you out. You know, understands the whole thing. That makes me work harder than any other atmosphere. Absolutely. Right. I'm more concerned with making Ben Keating happy than anything else. And he's a super easy guy to get ha- yep. happy, but you don't want to let him down. Yep. You know that he's a super busy, super successful businessman. This is his escape. So let's make this escape the best part of his life. You know, Besides doing stuff with kids, of course. Sure. Right. But let's make this, this tremendous, yeah. a tremendous experience for him. So I'm pretty focused right now on making sure the weekend goes smooth. Right. And plus, you know, it's good for the company, of course. Yeah. GT racing is where all the manufacturers play, so obviously the Viper deal is uh, winding down. You know everybody reads about it, uh, the production car. So it's it's time. You know it's when the next deal comes up, we want to be in line and be in good standing right. to get that to help a, an OEM yeah. develop an, another car.
0: Which you um, which you preferred because I assume like in a customer base team like what you're operating with now with Ben, you got one guy, keep him happy, keep him winning, you're in good shape. OEMs, I assume, are a very different kind of beast because you have a layer of management. Yeah. You different expectations. I think
1: the OEM, I think the, well, like, if it's a Viper experience, it's really fun because, you know, you have a a good OEM. Yeah. You know, and they're fun and they're, they're fun and they like, you know, and I mean, they're just a lot of, they're just fun, nice people. And then, you know, some of the other OEMs might have that layer of management or that layer that doesn't work out. But if I could do the ideal program for me, it's to do the exact thing we did with the GT Lamal Viper program, where you, know, you have obviously good people, good OEM. You have uh, good engines from Roush Industries. You have, uh, you're in fully control of your destiny on working on the car and what you do to the car. So like for example, let's just say we got a GT3 car from another company that's a new car, a new OEM. There'd be all these, o- o- all these emails going back and forth around the chain of what's wrong. So like we'll go to a test, let's say with a Viper, Say so the air conditioning doesn't work. We'll go up there. We'll go in the drawing office. We need to redesign the air conditioning. Okay, what do you want to do? I think we should try it like this. What do you think, Tyler? Yep. What do you think, Bob? What do you think, Garrett? Okay, let's redesign the air conditioning. Done. Email Chrysler. We're going to have a new system out for two weeks for the next test at, at uh, VIR. Done. Then we see how it works. Right. No one's saying No one's like, no, I don't the know. The other is like, well, you know. You know then the other yeah. one is like, you know ryan against sean against mary against you know everybody's right. all yeah. mad at each other and and bill's trying to look better than everybody else that's sort know, of middle
0: management if i don't reply all of a sudden i look like
1: i'm not working right yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah, yeah. so that this program was was the ideal program yeah. Yeah. this cool. is what i'd want to do again
2: i want to go back to the riley thing just to get off to finish the topic for my
1: interest okay but have you ever gotten to drive any of your, the cars you built <laughs> yeah um you know when i was racing shifter carts you know uh we were running the Mark Three C at Atlanta, and Goosens and Ave were testing along with uh, Jim, and we were uh, no Goosen's and Jim were Jim Matthews were testing, and uh, so Jim's running around at a, I mean sorry Goosen's running around at 111 at the time, which is fast. It was in 2002, and Matthews running around at 113. Then we had like these three other drivers were testing that day, you know, to see who's going to get the third seat. Uh, Ave tested the day before. And he was the quickest, so he got the seat. But anyway, so Jim is kind of near the end of the day, and those guys were all doing fifteens. And Matthews, he would not put up with if he hired a driver that he was slower him than faster, him. He will not do it. Yeah, right. won't do it. So I remember, uh, Jim goes, "Bill, you ever you ever drive one of these one of your cars?" I go, "No." He goes, "You want to drive this one?" I'm like, "Okay." And he goes, "You ever been to Atlanta?" I go, "No." He goes, "Okay." So you know, nice. we go up to the store. At at houses we buy some shoes and all that stuff. And then, you know, I find a fire suit, you know, and I put on a helmet, that, a fueler helmet. I'm like, let's go. So I take off in this thing, you know, and it's an one car. Yeah. yeah. This is my first time in Atlanta. So I'm driving it around. And then uh, it was right when they got done paving that shortcut at five. Yeah. yeah. So we had a predictive lap on that, which was kind of new at the time. So I took the shortcut, <laughs> <laughs> came down, came down, you know, and and, I, and Goosen's goes bill. No, the front straightaway turn 12 that's flat that's easy flat that is no problem flat in this car you just have to turn it, it'll do the car will do the rest I'm like okay so i knew 12 was flat so <laughs> come up underneath the bridge and i'm it's like let's go well. so there you know it was just flat out first you're first just going out. through the gears first lap out yep flat out through there like my first flying lap was like a 114 something so <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like well it's not getting better than this so I come in you know I feel like one lap and they're like well how was it and I'm like oh it was good it was good and, uh, and uh, one of the drivers one of the one of the one of the guys there uh, his uh, his name uh, rhymes with Marini um, Marino Fanchiti. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> <That's, Yeah. laughs> so he says, uh, Oh, you're pretty good at these things. And I'm like, And, you know, so it was, it was pretty funny. Nice. It was pretty <laughs> funny. And then to this
0: day, they until they listened to this, of course, they never knew that you shortcut. I it. think they knew pretty quick. The <laughs> data <the> guy couldn't. <laughs> yeah, keep somebody a
1: secret. was like, Hey, 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 yeah, the <laughs> day and and guy and and couldn't and keep a secret. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> but right now, you know, driving wise, chump car is my level. That's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Car, I've, I've, I know my level you right gotta now. You got to know your Trump place. Car. Yeah, for sure.
0: So Ryan hasn't seen it yet, but why don't you divulge what's what's sitting in your garage right now? Oh, did you see it? I saw it. Okay. We I cheated.
1: Well, when I was uh when I was eighteen, I wanted a uh Omni GLH turbo. Of course. Like yeah. bad. I really wanted one. And now with two hundred dollars I have one. <laughs> 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 so so, I'm on Omni number three congrats man thank nice. you happy for you i'm Didn't on no, you. I'm on my third Omni right now because I can't find one that doesn't have the frame rails rusted. to do <laughs> <laughs> but this one looks good this is a there's a keeper, so slowly building up this Omni in a chump car but me and Tyler Hook and Jim Kasperzak, we um we race a Ford Probe and chump car every chance we get is this
2: Colin Braun's old po- probe no okay no no <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the look of disgust, yeah, was no. amazing. No. No, Colin bought a probe because we had our probe. Oh, okay. Oh, so, there it is. Yeah. There's
0: a, there's a brown rivalry here. Yeah. I'm, I'm Jeff
1: Brown got, got my scraps with level yeah, five. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I had that
2: deal. That D-Sports racer was mine.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so might, be,
2: it might be a little competitive. Who, who are the Bill Riley rivals? I mean, I'm guessing it's like maybe not in the current form because Kevin's not in that class but was for a long time. Kevin Doran. Obviously, the Rileys, the Dorans, the Wayne Taylors.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, like who's who? And, and who's, then who do I like? Get up in the morning, and go. I gotta beat those guys. Right, yeah. right. The Troy Fliss now. <laughs> um. Oh wow, maybe not I like Troy. Uh, <laughs> went on ba- I went on vacation oh. with Troy earlier this year. Yeah. yeah. Um. Or, or a few weeks ago. I don't know. I mean, I mean, right now, obviously, the, my sites are pretty focused on uh, Ligia, Eureka, and Delara. Sure. For the LMP2, and yeah. then obviously Janetta. And uh, Lige Dome uh, a, s- a desk for the th- three car, so um, that's who I'm focused with. Right. The GT3 thing is tougher because you're um, you know you're focused on Porsche and um, and Porsche. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. What's that? Oh yeah, yeah. I hate Kuno Whitmer. <laughs> I bet. Let's just get I that out of it, the way I right bet. now. I was going to say, it. that, that, buy for a that son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. if you t- now, that's who I want to punch in the face.
2: Let's talk about it. I want to punch <laughs> so, him in the yeah, face. He has a reputation so of being unbearable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is, he's that that a horrible human right, being. that's all I hear about a horrible
1: him. human being. <laughs> <laughs> so, when he's on the Viper program, he... <laughs> He's like, he gets goosens to complain about everything. You know, like, they make goosens like the union steward. So, you You know dad. (laughs) Go talk to dad. Dad likes you. Yeah, Yeah. Bill Bill will tolerate you. You can talk to him. So, you know, we have a saw belt deal. And saw belt stuff's all right. And uh, goosens is, and they're all complaining about the shoes. Just nonstop complaining about the shoes. And we're getting them like, you know, six pairs a year of these shoes. And they're just complaining. So, then I'm at Lime Rock, you know, and, and, and. Kuno's driving for for Kevin, and here's Kuno in my saw belt shoes Ooh. that he complained Oof. about for two years. Oof. Well, you know Kevin's not going to buy him something, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, shoes so me and uh, Greg Jones tackled them, nice, ripped his yeah. shoes off and threw him into the grass and made him go get them with his socks on. <laughs> this was on a pre-grid like drivers to your cars. <laughs> like he has no choice. Yeah, yeah he has no choice.
4: <laughs> so then it, then it wrote America. Twirlies. So I told him that uh,
1: I told him that if he you, you know. He, at Road America, you can either give me the shoes back or give me, you know, a fifth of Crown Royal. You know, simple as that. Yeah, yeah, so fair, you know, there we got our crown, and then, <laughs> and then it was kind of funny at, uh, at Road America. I don't know what happened. They they messed up. You know, they did something wrong, and their strategy was off. So we're all Weird. sitting there. I'm like, you know, it's one of those deals, and we've all been there. Like, you know, what are they doing? What's their plan here? You know, what's the end game? That they're doing. Thinking they know what they're doing. Yeah, like, how are they getting through there? And all of a sudden, Greg Jones gets on the radio and goes, they're coming down pit lane to slap. You know, like, you know, what? I mean, they're they're trying to lead the middle. You know, like, what are they doing? Yeah. So I'm like I get on the radio to channel, and go, Everybody on pit wall, wave to Kuno. So we're all out there and Kuno's coming up there, up you know, nah, nah, nah. we're all out there waving at him. And you can see him, he sees us, and, he, and then he sees his hand go like that. Go like down. He was so mad.
2: Even in his mad state he waved and he, really said, it, he, said he, started, he said he said he
1: started he said he started laughing. He was laughing during the whole pit stop but, you know at the at the end, so and we waved at him somewhere else too. I'm sure Coda. Say- Coda oh, no, Kota,
2: we waved at him too. <laughs> Two rumors I know of, and you don't have to. Ant- we we can, this out. Are you losing Kuno for next year? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, b- I don't, sorry, I don't not, have him sorry, for sorry, this not, year. Not sorry, not Kuno. Uh, Jerome. No. You staying? Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. Is that public? No. I,
2: if it only won't. I knew his PR well, when's guy. This, when <laughs> does this time? come out? November 18th. November 18th.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll talk be, to it's Adam before we go. It's do gonna it. be announced. Um, at SEMA it'll be announced. Okay. So I can, but yeah, oh. but Jerome's oh, been. Locked up, signed and delivered by in July. He's
2: rumored to be one of the four G T guys.
1: Uh, I think they were talking to him. Now he can That'd be smart in, too. In our contract he is available to go do other stuff. So mm-hmm. he might get the ride in W E C go to Lamar or something. And then if he has a conflict with if there's a conflict with the IMSA schedule, um, just like we did I think in fourteen Ben and I would look where we were in the championship and see about releasing him or not. So you guys
2: would actually let him go do something if he had we a... We have in the past. Yeah. If that's, he had that's, a shot. You know, this year, Ryan DL actually, had he stayed for the World Challenge race at Sonoma, would have won the championship by 100 points if he matched the guy that replaced him as results. Yeah. And he was tied up with Patron, and they wouldn't let him out of his deal because he's racing over in the WC. And, and it just blew my mind because they aren't going to win the WC championship. They're barely fighting for the top three, and he could have won the you know world challenge thing so yeah. it's cool to hear a team owner say yeah if it's something well, if like that if we we're can... leading
1: the championship then no he can't go because right. the way our um you know we're um i think we're the priority for mm. him but we had him signed signed up in oh July. my god is that pie holy crap <sighs> yeah. wow thank you
2: so much dear lord holy so, when Sean, we're moving
0: in. Yeah, about to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the we hell with those Taylor kids? <laughs> the two sons you not
1: don't, don't tell them, like, what, what we're serving here. <laughs> oh, no. So, we're not, we'll give know. them Did, did
2: the men. bronze service this exact same they thing? They literally did. They it. Literally it did, bull they bull did sh- pie. I swear no, to God. They did apple f- pie and vanilla ice cream. <laughs> vanilla ice cream but the I, I want punch Jeff Braun straight in the <laughs> face. Should. That's Dude, what I'm going to do. Dude knew. So, they literally, I will say, they didn't scoop the ice cream for us. So, you're ahead. Oh, yeah. You're ahead. Less labor here. True. Yeah. Was the apple pie heated up? It was warm, but it was honestly. Yeah. I'm assuming. Was it Texas warm or was it effort warm? No, like they put was, effort in no, it? No, yeah. It was, was like out of the oven kind of warm. Well, yeah. I, I didn't want to say this, but I'm going to yeah. just to get you fired up because it's fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming Mary made the pie.
0: No. No. Oh, no. Okay. Got <laughs> <enough> to go <laughs> gotta say. We, advantage Browns. I
2: think yeah. the Browns made the, their pie. Yeah. It was in like a dish. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, they don't live near anywhere. They have, to, right. a, I mean, they have to. Exactly. Right. They took, have to. That took if days to that I mean make that's that that where pie. that's yeah. where the Bugs Bunny and Coyote movie was cartoon for seriously. film. It's <laughs> like it's in the middle of nowhere. Oh, nowhere. we have a video about this. They have a tornado shelter, like a pre bought
2: yeah. shelter yeah. bolted to the floor in their I guess in the like in their the trailer. In area of their garage, inside yeah. of the shop. Yeah.
1: Could you live in your shop? In our shop here? Yeah. There's a shower. That, so you're fine. There's a shower and like a couch thing. So yeah, I guess I could look you could make it happen. Have yeah. you done all nighters there?
0: What's that? Have you done all nighters at need the 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 chef yeah, no, <laughs> He's
2: like You're yeah. in, in Indianapolis. <laughs> I remember in
1: Indianapolis, uh I averaged one all nighter every month in the shop. I understand this. It was a Simon. lot yeah. of work. Yeah, it was yeah.
2: a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. So do you think the Taylor brothers do a lot of all nighters? <laughs> <laughs> Would you be surprised to learn that Colin Braun's childhood bedroom didn't have a window?
1: I would not be surprised. Yeah, yeah I wasn't either. Did Exploring. you know that?
0: Uh, did you know that Spencer Pell killed a guy?
1: What? How's this? Is this a like a
2: frozen pie? Or?
1: I, we were testing at Daytona one time and it was raining or damp, so I didn't want to go out, you know, because we already know how to weld. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so we we're testing and it was with angelelli and he had a. Uh, <laughs> We were a Pontiac team, and we had a he had a GTO, a, a street car. You know that Pontiac GTO, the, yep, the, the Australian Holden. The oh, nice. So he's out in the back with one of the Taylor kids, I might add, <laughs> doing donuts in the um in the uh what what do you call the back area there? What back area? Out of NASCAR too, all that huge concrete patch, pavement the skid, patch. The skid pad, the yeah, kind like of like the, the skip. Skid, yeah, so we're he's doing donuts out there. So, just like driving back and forth, it was our day, you know. So then all of a sudden...
2: Oh, this is like on the oval on the inside of the back mm-hmm. straight? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So all of a sudden, here comes security truck, Pontiac GTO, <laughs> security truck, driving back in real slow. Oh, <laughs> f*** Max Max, do So <laughs> I go over there. And Max, you know, he was outstanding in the car, but out of the car, there was always an issue. <laughs> you know? so. Yes! So we uh, go up there, and they go, is this your driver? Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, you know what he was doing? <laughs> I, I think he was doing donuts. And they're like, yeah, he was doing donuts all over Mr. Francis' racetrack. You know, because this is when Bill Jr. was alive. I'm like, I'm sorry about that. He goes, what's his name? It's Max Angelelli. He goes, we're going to consider not ever letting him back in this property again. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what, what did you say? You mean I don't have to work with Max Daytona ever again? You promise? <laughs> this is like the greatest news I ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> ever. <laughs> but they let him back in. Damn. Then uh, one time... Uh, I think it was a Now nurse. you're like
0: encouraging him to do it again. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I bet you can't. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Max, <laughs> they said he could go on. do more donuts. Go ahead. So <laughs> cleared it.
1: Yeah, we checked the pressures. It's all good. <laughs> so uh one time we almost got thrown out of Daytona again. I think we were third in the championship that year and I knew what pit we're gonna that's when you could pick what pit you want. And I'm like, Okay, well is gonna pick pit box one. Yeah. Taylor's gonna pick five where the opening is, so I'm gonna take six, you know, where just I'll on the other side of the there. opening. I know which one I'm gonna get. So, we were testing there in December, and we had uh, Ryan Hunter Ray there. So, I'm like, you know, and I just got out of cup. I'm like, well, let's rubber in the box. Let's, <laughs> you know, let's right. rubber this box right. in. So, when we, middle of night, you know, we got black streaks. So, we disconnect the uh, rear brakes and just start. And we had our practice, our third gearbox in the car. We're like, let's just rubber this gearbox up, this steel this up. <laughs> so,. We put down some bleach, and he just turns it over, and we are—he's going half a mile an hour, just smoking the tires Smoke out chill. for like 50 yards. And then we ro- and we pull him back, and he do it again. Pull him back, do it again, and then finally the security guy like comes to a screeching halt, and uh, goes, uh, "You guys have to leave." <laughs> <They're> like what? <laughs> They're like, "Mr. You know, Mr. France doesn't want you doing that at the racetrack." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Because he's right up there. Yeah, he's watching. And he's like, yeah, he's, he's watching this yeah, whole yeah. this whole episode of all <laughs> these like, guys oh, laughing, oh, doing all these burnouts <laughs> in his pit box, you know, and smoke rolling out of the thing, and everybody's laughing and high-fiving each other and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but we did have good launches at the 24 hour because of that. <laughs> <laughs> so have you, you ever tried the Coke, can of Coke trick? Who told you that? No, no one, nothing. No, no, I mean, when,
2: when did you do it? I haven't done it. Uh, really? I race ST. <laughs> Well, oh, guess they, they out, like, they, well we don't They're do pit stops in World Challenge. Yeah. Well, can't,
1: the Coke thing, that's for uh, so the guys don't slip carrying the tires around. It. Right. It's not yeah. for the car. No, it's from a NASCAR person that told me. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, but we used to do that all the time, Then uh Graham told us no.
2: Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they knew what they were doing.
1: This was like at the same time period. We used right. to Coke the box. Mm-hmm. So, like, all the boxes, you know, they'd
0: be. So
2: does
1: Kevin. Very yeah, exactly. Different. Yeah, yeah, so I think bad. so. I think so. <laughs> So yeah, I'm sorry. We used to Pepsi the box. So <laughs> actually, RC Cola. We used to RC Cola the box. So you know, everybody's everybody's pit, pit stall would be like like kind of light gray. Then ours was like black. Yeah. There's ants everywhere and all this stuff. You know, because we'd start we'd start uh, RC in the box. You know, on uh, on Friday. So you know, by Sunday it's like you know it's it's a big science project.
2: So you've known the Taylor brothers for a really really long time.
1: Yeah, since they were born. They're good kids.
2: I mean, I know I give them you kids. You constantly like when you see him, just like you know, buck up at him, like do something.
1: No, no, it's more of a Kuno thing. Oh, no, I just hate Kuno. <laughs> yeah, I just hate Kuno.
0: Is is he the most gorgeous guy you've had on your team? He's a pretty guy. Kuno's a beautiful man. He's a beautiful. He's a, you man.
1: know he's Elvin. He's 137 years old. Wow, he looks great. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. looks really yeah. good. Yeah, Sean's not like really... 24.
0: <laughs> That's true. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it's not going well. <laughs>
1: when I was running a Viper program, you know, and and it's kind of funny with Facebook because it is kind of a tool, you. Like you won't,
0: it has a lot of tools,
1: yeah. You won't send, the <laughs> yeah, true. You won't send a text or an email to somebody, but if you see they're on Facebook, you'll say, you uh, know, hey, just uh, wondering, you know, if you're gonna send that wire you promised, you know, kind of thing in racing, yeah. <laughs> so then I'd be on there, you know, just have it on in the background. I'm doing something, and all of a sudden I'd see Kuno come up, you know, he'd turn green. So I'd go, uh, you know, I'd go, good morning. He'd say, good morning. And I go, you know. I he's think, sweating immediately. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I go, what have uh, I done? I like, uh, what are you doing spending time on Facebook? Shouldn't you be working out? <laughs> so, so, like, I, I would do, I use a lot stronger language than that. So, so anyway, every time I see Kuno, we always have a big, huge fight. We always have a huge fight. Like so. I said, he's known for being just the worst person. He either. is an evil man. <laughs> he's an evil man. Evil man. <laughs> He, he he is he is probably he is probably has the nicest soul in the paddock. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Sure. Probably that's probably why I don't like him. <laughs> that's probably why, <laughs> I, probably hate him. why I hate yeah, him. Yeah. Fair enough.
0: What's is so is uh, maybe it came through Angelelli, but it, what's the best talking to you've gotten from the series?
1: Um, in '04, we were um, it was us and Ganassi, and we both had our cars, and no one else had them. And they were fairly stout. Oh the and new we, DPs. Yeah. yeah. And we were walking to Glen. And it was uh Angelelli was qualifying against Pappas. And uh Max Max and Max, you know, they have a big rivalry going on to for years ago. Yeah. And uh, you know, then and then Max ran my foot over. So, you know, I'm like, you know I <laughs> was dead to you. I'm like and I and Max Max Angelelli was kind of odd because um We know. He yeah. he liked to be yelled at. Hmm. Um and he would always wear a like, heart rate monitor. Like Coach DeLong yelled at, like yeah. get your
2: ass up and go. Yeah. yeah.
1: And um and we'd we'd monitor his heart rate on telemetry, and sure enough, when his heart rate was up, he would go do a faster lap time. Huh. Plain and simple. Huh. Magnuson, you know, his heart rate was like too, right? yeah. you know. I mean, you know, That's he like smokes to keep it up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. He was like, he, <laughs> That's and, and everybody's different on what they do for heart rate. You yeah. know, so heart rate for you might be different than Angela, Lee, but Angela needed a high heart rate, so you would just, I mean, I'd have to like I'd coach know. myself, like I'm going to have to go be mean to Max today, you know, and <laughs> all this stuff. So he, he had to coach him, coach myself to do it. Like so watching so. Lenny Bruce
0: before he goes. Yeah, say yeah. listen to George Carlin so stand up.
1: Like, I'm walking with Max to pit lane for qualifying. I'm like. we are qualifying on pole today, and you are not going to let us down. It's like, I I know, I know. I go, yes, you do know. You're going to qualify, and you're going to be on pole, and you are going to kill everybody. It's like, I know, I know. And then, you know, he gets in the car and plugs in that, plugs in his heart rate monitor, 174. I'm like, yeah. Nice. You know, we're going to have a good qualifying (laughs) session, you know. Goes out there, and he's, uh, he's running hard. And then on, like, the first timed lap, from Pappas, he snaps an axle. Pappas snaps an axle, comes in a pit line, And I kind of, we don't really tell Max, Angelelli that. And we outqualified the field by like two seconds. Like we're two seconds <laughs> on. <laughs> right. Like it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like. And then uh, and um and I got called into the NASCAR truck, you know, told them, never do that again.
2: Right. Never do a good job.
1: Never do that again. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Who's the uh, biggest pain in your ass currently that doesn't drive for you? Like, guys that are like, hey,
1: Bill, you got anything for me, Bill, 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 that. Oh, that. <clears throat> oh, you
2: goodness. don't have to say Mark yeah. Miller, even though I know no, you want no, no. to. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> definitely Mark Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Saul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should have fun with Mark Miller right now. We're definitely
1: yes, calling we Mark should. Miller. Do okay, you guys mind if we do that now? Oh, just pronounce yeah. it? Okay. We've Maybe actually. I, f- I, got a, I got a trick. I got a trick I want to do. I saw this trick. It's not my trick, but I want to see if it works. Let's put this. So you guys can be the audience here. Yeah, actually, since this will air in November, oh, Mark's going to drive for us at Daytona.
3: Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. That was huge. Yeah, nice. Very he's cool.
1: Gonna, yeah, so it'll be uh, – The golf cart or – Yeah, he's going to drive me around a golf cart. It'll okay. be um, Jerome, Farnbacher, um, Ben, and Mark. That's huge. In the 33.
2: So you're totally gaming the driver rankings thing. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Awesome. That's awesome. See, now that <laughs> – so if
1: that driver ranking thing wouldn't have worked out, Mark would have been out. Right, which Without sucks. Yeah. It
2: but it's Mark's job to be good enough to get opportunities. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want an opportunity.
1: Uh, if, if he moves from bronze, he's out, too. Right, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tough road. <laughs> That's well, awesome, though. He's well, got a chance I mean, to watch. I mean, I we need a watch. We need a bronze at the mall. Simple hey, as that. He oh, here he is. Here he is. Hey, Mark. Hey, what's going on? Hey. Sorry, uh, there's a rainstorm we're going through. Oh, no problem. Hey, I just got a new phone, and it's pretty cool. I just want to know. I want to try one of the features out on it. You got a new yeah, yeah. Watch, it can do this. <laughs> Let's, and we're He's not gonna so tell ma- him. <laughs> He's so mad right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yep. Let's call him back. He's He's back. Called He's called back. Call back. Hey, did it work?
4: Yeah, I just wanted to throw you in.
1: All phones can do that. Oh, okay. All right, these guys really liked their wanted their casserole tonight, but I served them steak instead.
3: Oh yeah, Square those guys?
1: <laughs> I'm with you, Mark. You and me, we're 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 together for life. I've been sticking up for you. I promise. What's that? Are you having a good time? Yeah. He sounds so annoyed.
0: Yeah, he's not on our.
1: We're gonna go now. Okay. Does does he does he know the
0: twenty-four hour thing?
2: Uh, yeah, he knows. Hey, can, I, congrats on the 24 hour. I won't tell anybody. What are you
1: talking about? <laughs> good job, Mark. I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> All right, see you, buddy. Bye.
4: <laughs>
1: He's a good person, too. Yeah, I, I love that guy. Him and Eric Foss have been like my two go-to friends in the yeah, SD yeah. paddock. When I think Ben called Mark or, or we called Mark and told him, hey, you know, you're going to the mall," you know, type thing. And Mark, he couldn't handle it. He had to hang out. Yeah. You know, that's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know, I mean, that, that's pretty cool. So that, that was a, that was probably the feel-good moment of last year. When you guys flew back from, or at least when those guys flew back,
2: they came back private. And I guess somebody was supposed to, like, Swedler was supposed to be on the flight with them, and he bailed out. And so he told Mark, hey, hop on the plane with yeah, those yeah, guys right. and, and come back over. Yeah, there's no seat. Yeah, And they landed at the Detroit county airport city airport city airport and i was there with road and track doing our magazine shoot and so i start getting texts from mark of our like he could see our truck and trailer and i'm like how what where are you you know because you can't tell really where anybody is like we're on that giant plane over there so then he came up the next day and at, we were testing at Gingerman, which isn't too far from him. Mm-hmm. And we were doing like another media thing. So he came up and we took a bunch of pictures of him in the car and he was supposed to send them to you, but I don't think he ever did, <laughs> but he's literally like in his SRT Riley shirt, you know, yeah. the whole thing. And he's sitting in the car like, yeah, it yeah. was pretty cool. I'm sure the accurate guys
1: love that. Yeah. I think a lot of, I think a lot of people are like, Oh, why didn't you choose me? Why didn't I get the ride? Why didn't I, you know, and we, we did run five bronzes through the car to just, and then we picked Mark, um, you know three guys uh two guys weren't quite there and um two guys talked themselves out of the ride i was going to ask then you mark got the ride
2: i was going to ask you i heard a, a rumor that he was very fast but he wasn't the fastest but he was the best because he didn't like you just said talk themselves out of the ride pretty much yeah
1: pretty much and uh and then obviously you know uh, he he gels well with the team and all that and so it's pretty it's pretty neat dealing but you know to that to that side of it um you know, the decision on Mark, you know, that was kind of a group decision. You know, it's not one person. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, I knew Mark from racing shifter carts in 99. Right. Yeah. So people are like, well, why didn't you pick me? Well, I haven't known you for 15 years. Sure. I'm yeah. sorry, but, you know, yeah. you know there's a bit of trust there. And then I engineered for Mark when he drove uh the MX5 Cup in 2000. That's right. I remember MER? 10 or 10 maybe? Or yeah. Like yeah. He drove for MER yeah. 2009 or 10, somewhere in there. Yeah.
0: So for any young drivers who were looking at what to do and not to do, what does "talk yourself out of a ride" mean?
2: Clearly, nothing from tonight.
1: Yeah. Right. No. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> do as no, I, I mean, say, it, not it was just kind of, of like, uh, remember "Who bought you barbecue sauce?" <laughs> it was just like, for example, you know, uh, we we did a t- we did the test pretty well, and um, you know, just one of the drivers, you know, kind of didn't respect your own. Ugh. So that didn't what? work out. So
2: one of them was a moron. Yeah. How do you yeah, how do, so do that? Yeah. Hey, you win yeah. everything. Yeah. And the
1: two guys that, that weren't quick enough were both very nice people. Yeah. Sure. So, I mean, they, they if they were quick enough or took to the they car better, moron, probably took the car better might be the right term. Right. Yeah. But it was kind of a deal that, you know, I had to tell Ben, like, well, you know, do you think this guy would be good enough if we gave him more time? And I'm like, well, it's not about that. I mean, this isn't a driver development program. Sure. We're, we're going to Le Mans. Got to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we have to go. Yeah. You know, so um, – but, but you know, talking your way out, it was just one guy didn't really respect Jerome, so you know that's not going to work. And and, <laughs> and Jerome mind. is, yeah. like at the racetrack, I don't know how well you know him. Not very well, but he's the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. He's like yeah. a Labrador retriever, just yeah. like wagging his tail the whole time. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he's like happy as can be. Yeah. So to not get along with Jerome, you're in big trouble. Yeah. I've actually only spoken a few words to him, but for some reason he is
2: really nice to me uh, maybe from our T R G experience like Or he thinks you're somebody else. Or no, he <laughs> knows who I am now. Yeah. He actually wrote my name. Oh. Sean. Uh. <laughs> no, but he's always been super nice to me and like when I got the Acura thing he wrote me like a paragraph note on Facebook, like, Oh, great job, man, really happy for you and I'm like that is so yeah. unexpected to me from a European to an American driver yeah, yeah. about an opportunity. Yeah, he's so really he's really a good person. He's,
1: and he's awesome. And that so. that's kinda like that whole sums sums up why these last few years have been good is because when you have people like Ben Keating, Mark Miller, and Jerome Bleakamolen, and, you know, and then you have the other add-on people like Kuno, Dominic, and Goosen's involved, and Bomberito, those are all pretty nice people. Yeah. yeah. None of, yeah. You know, you're not going to have anybody that's really going after someone else's throat or right. being an yeah. or you got to talk them down. And, yeah. and you got you got a pretty good group all pulling in the right direction. And that makes it a lot nicer. And, and a lot of that was um, – SRT's direction at the beginning on for the GTSR that they only wanted nice people. Right. Yeah. Well that's a great thing to look for because yeah. you know seventy four people applied for that seat. Yeah. The the seat in the GTSR.
2: I know some that didn't get that seat that uh, that wanted to, so I'm gonna get to enjoy calling them dicks. <laughs> <laughs> you know why <laughs> I didn't get it? <laughs> no. Yeah, I know why. <laughs> you know, I heard you weren't very nice. Um we we had a really cool discussion with uh Lally about when he wasn't in the seat and he didn't have a ride and he was going to Daytona and he told a story about chasing Kevin Dorn basically into the garage mm-hmm. to the point where Dorn was hiding in the cockpit pretending to work on something until he left so to speak do you still get that do young drivers come find you and, and want yeah, to Yeah, I, I I
1: had uh I can't remember the kid's name fairly recently though but uh, he called he called me on Christmas Day <laughs> <laughs> to wish you had Merry Christmas yeah, no, just one thing like okay like if uh, if if Goosen's called me on Christmas Day Did or Mark Miller, if right? you yeah, yeah, guys right. called me on Christmas yeah, Day, yeah. I'm like, oh, Sean, it's okay, all good. Yeah. hi yeah, yeah. Sean, yeah, Merry yeah. Christmas, yep, yep, I'm I'm drinking eggnog too. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, but like to call you up, you know, and you know, and I have I have three boys that live in Massachusetts, you know, so three young boys, so I'm you know with them uh, during the holidays. So I mean, to have someone call you up on Christmas Day, so that's kind of like seems
0: obvious. Well, the other thing is like you got to measure their intelligence. Is this by kid that, Jewish? Huh? Is the kid
1: Jewish? <laughs> <laughs> Is he cooking for us tomorrow night? (laughs) No, he was from Europe. He was from Europe, so (laughs) interesting. (laughs) And it's coming up now. It's kind of funny now, people calling you up now like, oh, you know, just to let you know that, you know, we're all, I'm available for the 24-hour Daytona. I'm like, like, if you think I put my driver lineup together on Halloween, you're crazy. Right, right. You know, I mean, our driver lineup was pretty much set between I mean, we, we had to pick between um, um, two drivers, you know, uh, Dominic or, or Goosens, but besides that, our lineup was set a long time yeah. ago in our head. Right. You know, obviously, Mark Miller didn't know about it till recently. Right. But it was set in our head, And but, uh, t- you know, to think that, oh, you know, it's December and I'm going to get a ride in the 33 car, you right. know, no, the yeah. cars are, were all set. Yeah. So you bring a lot of money, then we're going to get Mark Miller out of there. Right. I see Mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, i see you, Mark. Sorry, Mark. Thanks for the casserole. Hey, uh, but we are going to let you spot for us. <laughs> Great casserole, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Team loves it. Yeah. Why don't you bring your casserole up to that spotter stand up there and uh, <laughs> call the race for us? Why don't you? <laughs>
0: yeah. So we walked in, and of yeah. course, Lamar was on the TV. Which, which is so cheesy. Which is like, was that we're because totally we were cheesy. coming? You
2: totally did that.
1: I usually sometimes I have that on for background. That okay. reminded
2: me of the scene. Have you seen the movie Anchorman?
1: Yeah. Well, yes. Okay. That was I'm, I'm trying to. I was think, ca- trying to. Kind of the reminded scene. me
2: of the scene where he he calls her into the office yeah. and he's curling a hundred. A oh, hundred. Oh, hey! I didn't know you were coming. No, Le Mans. Yeah, it's kind of like, like that. Kind of like that. Oh, huh. yeah. Steve McQueen. Great. No, actor. I used
1: I um <laughs> the one it? other movie I used to have on for background a lot was Senna. Yeah. I yeah. used to always okay. have that movie on.
2: Yeah.
0: Fantastic film.
1: But I had to pick between Senna, Rush, and Lamont. I thought, since I assumed it was going to be more sports car oriented, I'd stay with. Lamont. Uh,
0: so what? So so in the real world, what's in the
1: DVR? What's in the DVR? There is uh, Family Guy. All right. Told there's Taj.0. Yeah. Oh, Oh. Oh shit. There's. That's right. um, there is A Last Man on Earth. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, I haven't seen any of the second season. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Yep. But then and then there's then Mary stuff. And then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like girls gone wild. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Larry. You know all that kind of stuff. So. <laughs> and then uh, South Park is in there. Okay. I uh, used to be Top Gear. And that kind of stuff yeah. is pretty much what's in there.
2: I was surprised to see so many Ferrari, Jill Villeneuve pieces well, of art in the living room. Is that a, a hero I, of yours? As I
1: mentioned earlier, I grew up in the streets of Detroit. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I did actually. But my mom my mom drove a Pino from 1973 to 1981. That's And awesome. then drove a Zephyr wagon after that. <laughs> so, Cruising. if you wonder why I'm off, it could be because of that. Both of them were wood-sided still in well, the crate. Well, you got to do it. Yeah, right. it's still in the yeah, crate. That yeah. was yeah. the way to go back then. So, anyway... Um, the growing up in Detroit, you know, there wasn't a lot of racing on TV, but we had Canadian TV from, from Windsor. Okay, yeah. So all the Formula One races were on TV. So obviously, I liked uh, uh, Villeneuve quite a bit, Gilles Villeneuve, and that was my hero, you know, when I was growing up. Right. You and know, so until you obviously
2: passed. Got the artwork on Yeah, out.
1: and then when I was rich, I started buying artwork when I could. <laughs> Where did it all go wrong? Where did the rich go <laughs> yeah, wrong? Yeah, I mean, just yeah. the whole thing. When uh, Reynard went bankrupt. Because oh, okay. Okay. Raynard bought us in 1999 and went bankrupt, you know, a year and a half later. Ah, that's that. right. Yeah. yeah, I forgot don't about that. About yeah, that. with yep. F1 uh, and then. Yeah. Well, sorry yeah. about that. I was rich for a while.
2: So Pretty cool. With uh, Lola going under recently, and now becoming kind of like Multimatic and.
1: Yeah, I think I'm. I I don't know what happened there, so I probably can't sure. comment. But yeah. I, I, but I. Anyway, but, but yeah, my, exactly. my
2: kind of question is, is like, does that worry you as a manufacturer that like it's getting harder and harder to sustain, or do you feel like because of your pretty freaking solid reputation, um, that no, you're no, you're
1: I mean obviously money's always a concern, and what you yeah. do is always a concern, you know, on on uh, how you grow the business and all that stuff. But we're fortunate enough that we're still that we're growing right now. We're going to be in a growth spurt soon, and reinvest uh, quite a bit. In, well, we reinvest everything back into the company, so. I I don't I'm not too afraid of failing because I know the worst thing that could happen to me right now the absolute worst thing is I would lose my job not have a job have to go work for a cup team and double my salary that'd be terrible that's the worst <laughs> that's <laughs> the worst possible thing that could happen and to me you right live now. in a terrible part of the world for yeah, that yeah so, yeah so i mean yeah. worst oh, case you. is worst case is that
0: Cause i, I cuz to me the the econ- the, the how you kind of scale out for what you're going to do is the thing that blows my mind because you know you build a, an lmp3 car which takes capital it takes resources it takes a ton right. of investment in time people materials you name it and you have no idea if you're going to sell one of these things yeah and mean, this isn't you know this, well, this isn't something you can steal you know from China. you
1: talk about you know the successes of our company and, and bob and i were actually talking about it the other day you know we we uh riley group were five and zero on sports cars intrepid mark three DP, Gen 1, Gen 2, Gen 3. So we're 5-0 and 0 right now. You know, that's our record. Mm-hmm. And the track day car was a success also, but that, you know, for competition. But, like, what you don't hear about, you know, or we don't talk about, or, I mean, we'll talk about it, but, for example, the GT2 Corvette we built for Lou Gelati. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. we built the GT2 Corvette. We were, um, we th- saw a hole in the market spot for a GT2. Brad Miller was doing GT1. So we bu- built that car just like we're going to sell some of these in the U.S. We're going to sell some of these in Europe. We're not going to tread on Pratt Miller's toes. Be perfect. The car was okay, but the bit, but politically it was a flop. You know, it didn't work out. Right. So we only built one. You know, and then obviously yeah. it's a huge investment. Yeah, so yeah. sometimes we don't. Sometimes we don't always hit it out of the park.
0: Is uh, you know, the last time you guys were in IndyCar it didn't go that well. No. Um, is that unfinished business?
1: It is for Bob. You know, my, my father, he's pretty uh, he's pretty much an Indy 500 nut, okay. so he, he loves the Indy 500, and uh, that's what he grew up, you know, listening to on the radio, and then in the 70s, you know, he's pretty pretty strong there, um, you know, with Foyt, so he loves the Indy 500, but it's so different now than yeah. it was, you know, so spec, um, I get the chills when I go there still, you know, our shop was a quarter mile from there when we were in Indy, and you know, and winning the last sports car race there with the Viper, yeah. that was pretty fulfilling. Because at Indy, my record at Indy—not my record, but the teams I was on record was run up front or go home. Right? Yeah. That you know we're front row, last row. You know what? What are we going to be this year? So I mean, Indy is a hair unfinished, but you know, don't have to be such a dramatic change to ever get back there. Right. Right. right.
0: Well, the series would have to be totally different without yeah. even allowing. Yeah. You know, and they
1: can't mm-hmm. really allow people to build their own cars because the cost would go way yep. out of control. Yeah. Yeah. So, and in in two thousand, you know, it's a, it was a weird deal a uh, very weird deal um, you know we finished second and third at phoenix at uh, in, at disney went to uh, went to phoenix and uh, Cheever one of our teams, switched to Delara and Buddy Lazier crashed and practiced our car got the backup car out which was kind of not a very good car started last one <laughs> went all the way through and yeah, won yeah. and then they switched to Lara for Indianapolis. Yeah. So we had a car that was running up front, but all of a sudden our teams both switched. Right. So there might have been something going on.
2: Important topic for me. Let's just get right into it. The arcade game in the living room.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. What is,
0: is it again? What's
2: the game? It's got every game. Right. The... I was going to oh, say. it's Okay. Like so every game. Like you got Excite Bike in that thing.
1: I don't know. Paperboy. Yeah. Oh nice. No. You got Pole Position. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, <laughs> calm down. Are calm calm are down. <laughs> Jeez. I think a lot of that purchase was um I think we do reward things, Mary and I do. And that was a reward probably for I don't know what it was, a reward for probably two thousand thirteen. And Mary loves Galaga. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, yeah that's one of the so, first games. So yeah. there so Galaga's on there and all that. That's yeah. pretty cool. We jump on there every now and then. Not yeah. as often as we should. Where would you get it? <laughs> <laughs> How much does it weigh? Yeah. What's, uh, what's the you ass you guys on You guys are moving, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's coming with us. So, so fits in the new
0: house. you make salmon like that. You clearly like racing. And you're okay with that being in the house with it. with <laughs> it. What, what this salmon guy. like that. I made the oh, is salmon. Was that yours? Oh, I thought you yeah. made the yeah. salmon. Okay. No.
1: Okay. Then I take no. it back. Okay.
0: Well, Forget it. Replace so that with you tolerate Say potatoes. Okay. Actually, the potatoes were really good. Potatoes are good. You tolerate Bill. You tolerate Bill. You like racing. You're okay with an arcade in your house, which would never work in my place. And racing artwork. Yeah, and racing artwork. I, uh, what did they? <laughs> how did he do this? That doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell
1: you when we went, um, we went to Paris about a year ago. And um, we flew in Friday night, got there Saturday morning and walking around and, um, you know, got engaged that day. And then, um, they can go. This, just, yeah, it's just like, Oh, by the way, here and you by go. By the way. Yeah. Here's a go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. no. So, th- the so then this is how I knew. So after we got engaged, this is how I knew it was right. Okay. was so Sunday and I go, what do you want to do? And we're in Paris, you know, we're staying in a nice hotel and all that stuff. And she goes, you know what? I've never been to Lamar. We should go to Lamar for the day. And this was like on a November right, 5th. So, day. The so there's nothing yeah. going on. Right. So we drove down to Lamar for a day. So that was it. Winner, yeah, nice right. job.
4: Mm-hmm. I love racetracks as much as you love cars.
1: Yeah, she likes going to racetracks. But if Kuno Whitman were here, but if Kuno Whitman was here, <laughs> I mean, the, that guy. the world's the game most beautiful. Would be over. yeah, yeah, hell with that guy.
2: <laughs> so, you're a whiskey guy, or are you just a booze guy? I'm an everything, guy. All right, fair enough. I like that. <laughs> I worked with uh, one of your fabricators at Speedsource. This is back in, I think, oh.
1: Danny Jamieson. Denny. Denny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Is he back with you? Or no. Or no. Is he, <laughs> <laughs> is he alive? Uh, I think he is. I think he's working construction in Indianapolis. Okay. He was one of my. Fa- he was. He's a good person. Yeah, I worked with him on the Speedsource TT
2: car, which you guys did the chassis on, and I. Mm-hmm. And I, from what I understood, he kind of got loaned, or it was like a.
1: I think they wanted. Um, for some reason, I don't think he was working out with us. And, and, uh, and Sylvan needed a good fabricator. And right. Danny was really talented. Yeah. You know, he had the artist mentality of a fabricator. Right.
2: He know. told me a story about you on a road trip once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm soft on the, on the details, but the, the very short version of this, and I apologize ahead of time, Mary. Was that you She knows the story You were in someone's Hotel room Bathroom Like you had to use The, the bathroom Yeah And
0: Uh oh <laughs> This isn't going to end well already You were in so. there for a while
2: Yeah And you had taken
1: Okay well, I'm gonna, yeah. yeah pick, let me tell a story Yeah Way better I'll, I was hoping that you were going to remember This isn't going to go well <laughs> I don't know how to tell a story Yeah, I might, We might have to edit this one out <laughs> It's a good story though That's the problem But I don't think I don't think it's going to help me With car sales <laughs> I'm still trying to get you an lmp three set. You get those guys in the so I got your back. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's bad. I was pretty young. I was pretty young. Okay. So He's wiping his brow. Back, <laughs> how do I get this? I'm this? how do I do this. Back to back races Mossport to Dallas in nineteen ninety six or seven. And um Denny you know it was Indianapolis. You guys been in Indianapolis, right? Yep. And there's four sixty five that goes around yep. Indianapolis. Yep. Well, Denny was never out of that. Okay, you know he was always in, inside a four sixty-five. Right, never left the three one seven dialing code. And uh, we got back from Canada and we're unloading the car one day prep, load it back up, go to Dallas. So, we um, we're loading up. I'm loading up this tag trailer because I drove a Dually with a tag on it with all the spare parts in it for other teams and for us, because you know because I I should be a truck driver, <laughs> and there is um like a massive clump of rubber like that big because you know we were in real big gummy tires back then stuck in a splitter it was like that big and um, and we're walking back and forth and then he goes, how was Canada and I'm like it was good he goes what do you eat up there you know like what's the food like in Canada you know and, and you know it's the same for you know, foreign thing. country. I go oh I go it's really odd it's really odd you know tell him all that stuff and tell him I'm not feeling great from eating like that so I take that clump of rubber and I shove it into a plastic bag. Yes. And I take it down yes. all the way to Dallas. I I talk the story up <laughs> the whole <laughs> way down to Dooley. It's Putin. And then finally, you know, when we jump in a Dooley in Indianapolis, he tells me he got a DUI and he can't drive. So I drove the whole way to Dallas. And um, and the first night in the hotel room, him and I were sharing a room, and I threw that thing in the toilet yeah. and didn't tell him. <laughs> and he, like, freaked out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> the way he tells it, it was above the rim. Oh, yeah. He like, came in and it was sticking out of the rim, and he was like, oh my God.
0: Like...
1: <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah, I did that. Well, I'm sorry. I yeah, did that. that's all I can yeah. remember from
2: yeah. that whole year. Yeah, 2006 or whatever that was.
0: You're a terrible person. <laughs> yeah, that's that. awesome. I did that.
2: So, a recurring thing we've been doing on the show is a uh, pass along question. Okay. And so, uh, we had lunch earlier today with. Simon Pagano, Penske yeah. race car driver and mm-hmm. just all around badass. And uh, he had to answer a question from Sarah Fisher. And one of them was, uh, how many times have you been called John Gerrard? Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Which he yeah. was like, uh, not. Apparently super. he's over that. Yeah. Job. He yeah. was like, oh, good. Yeah. Good, huh, good times.
0: Again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> his uh, His question for you, though, was if you could go backwards in time, what would you do different?
1: Uh, well, racing-wise, um, racing-wise, I, w- I would have, uh, when the IRL came out in 96, when it got announced we were racing a sports car, you know, and that was all going on well. And they gave us an option whether debuting a car in January or debuting it in July in 97. And um, they were going to pre-buy X 10 cars from us if we did January. And then you know you go down and they had like one room at the Speedway Hotel and they had one meeting and all the teams picked what car they're going to go with. So it was us. It would have been us against Delara and G Force in 1996, which no one knew of Delara or G Force right. too much at that time. Yeah. And we were so busy with sports cars and we had a street car we were building. We said, okay, we want to come in the summer. That was our biggest mistake. And what, what was the difference? Just you would have um, a volume we would sales. have had all the right teams. We would mm-hmm. have we would have had a, a dominant car because the way our car debuted in July was a lot better than the way their cars debuted in January. Mm-hmm. And, and we would have been a huge success in IRL. And you would have sold enough to really yeah. have the capital to go for it. That was my it. biggest mistake. Yeah. So you actually have regrets? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we we Thank had. a oh, I, I yeah. did not oh, understand God that. Bless no regrets. You. What we were talking. do differently? Oh, nothing. You right. Yeah we, yeah, we were just like, I can name yeah, 10 like things I this week. Like, I would have been in a paddock at Daytona and pulled that drunk guy away from Spencer. It him. saved you know his I mean? life, yeah. You could have been a hero. could have yeah. been a hero. Now that guy's dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Spencer. <laughs> you know what I mean? I never really understood that, you know, like, um, there's one thing to say, okay, I like my life and I wouldn't make any changes. That is sure. a true statement sure yeah. that we could all, all pretty much yeah. have. But then to say, oh, I had... Oh, I have absolutely no regrets in my life at all. That's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, absolutely really? agree.
2: We Really, you never made a mistake. This morning we were like saying like the you. same yeah, thing. Yeah. It's like, that's crap. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: yeah you, you never crapped your pants when you were three. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 yeah you, you're telling me that right <laughs> On accident, you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah, don't ever regret purpose, about Of course. That. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, that, that's just the weirdest <laughs> thing. Oh, no, you never broke a plate. <laughs> yeah. You never broke a glass. You, you know what I mean? So I, I I that irks me that you know people yeah. say I don't have any regrets. Don't care for that. that myself. Yeah.
2: So to follow up on your question from Simon, tomorrow we'll be having dinner with Jordan and Ricky Taylor. Yeah. Who people. you have heard of? Yes. You are familiar. And we've met. You've met him, right? Yeah. You've probably seen him in diapers. Yeah. We've met. If you could pass along a question to them, and it doesn't have to be racing related. Good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what would it be? Can it be a, a kind of a multi? Let's get into it. Yeah, party.
2: like, little paragraphs. these guys. Make I sure
1: want to do please. the <laughs> last time they those two had a fight that involved tears. What was it about and who won? Yes. Oh. I think that's a good
0: question. That's a very good question.
2: I'll also say that was probably the quickest Qu-question, I thought about yeah, it all you knew it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he <was> like, oh. <laughs> yeah. You read the email. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I did read the whole email. I
1: promise.
0: <laughs> you were the one. Derek Walker didn't. Okay.
1: Anything it, else? No, I mean I could I could go on for a long time with those guys, but yeah. you have any
0: good dirt
2: on them that you
0: know
1: they probably wouldn't know. want to know? No, about. they're pretty squeaky clean. I know I mean, those videos are kind of awkward, but I've besides in, I've that, I've been in like three of them. I know they're still <laughs> awkward, but <laughs> more I know, so now. Downgrade. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, no, I don't. I don't have any dirt on those kids. They're they're good
2: guys. Jordan likes to really put himself out there with the funny haircut and the yeah. videos that we've we've done and and just being a goofball mm-hmm. but he's also extremely talented, especially for how young he is and Absolutely. how much he has to go yeah. ahead of him. Does it take away from you like your opinion of him and take away that you've known him since he was a kid, if you just met him, you know, the last couple of years, he just came on the scene and he acts the way he does off the track, but then gets the results he does, you still hire that guy? You still still look at him?
1: Depends who you are. Right. Depends what you're trying to do. If you're trying to st- if you're trying to start a new skateboard line for or a new sunglass line for skateboarders, yes. Right. If you're trying to sell high-end luxury cars, you might think about it. Sure.
0: Do you not look at them as seriously as a driver? No.
1: Nope. It has uh, nothing to do with racetrack performance.
0: And see, I would back that up with you because, uh, I mean, he's obviously proven it on the track, but like. Uh, uh, <laughs> what does uh, that look for? D- well, Dominic had a reputation for having a lot of fun. Oh, yeah? Dominic Farm blocker, yeah. Really? <laughs> 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 Let's just say we there's stories that I don't think he'd appreciate being told here, but, <laughs> but those uh, stories
2: are inner series. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Joe Fan doesn't know. No, that. I understand that, but that's what right. I'm saying.
0: So, but we're not talking about the fan. We're talking about Bill Riley, the guy who's making a race right. team and picking his driver lineups. Yeah, and uh, you know you have to have heard some of his legends and and Dominic? Uh, yeah. yeah, and it probably it, and it clearly didn't influence it. Your it, uh, it
1: worried me a little bit. Yeah, at first, but then when you saw him with at least in 2012, 13, and 14 program um it wasn't like he was partying all night showing up hungover or drinking uh i kind of have a little bit of a problem if you drink too much and the next day you're in a car or working on the car right right right. and uh, i I usually joke with the guys that i have a you know a a two drink maximum you know if we're gonna run the car the next day but i also have a two drink minimum you know so yeah you better get (laughs) out there so i'm gonna have two drinks but (laughs) but you know but when i saw dominic uh partying hard, it was either on vacation because we've gone on vacation with him, I think, three times now, and or um, after we ran ran a car, you know, yeah. after checkered flag. Right. So that was all fine and acceptable to me. Yeah, I don't think
2: I've ever heard a rumor of him pre-race party. No, oh. no, no, no. Yeah. I'm not saying his, he's his off-track, track that, but yeah, 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 he does yeah, have a reputation yeah, track was a g- yeah. good time. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yeah.
1: For sure, yeah, and he is a good time. On vacation, he's a real good time. He's a real <laughs> good time. What do you say? That's too much
0: good-looking in one team. I gotta say, yeah. Seriously. Well, Dominic, how Cam- Dominic like, how that? yeah. That, how does that? Yeah. How's was talent like rated? But yeah. then not looks? Well, then you got True. Mark Miller to balance it. But yeah, you got Mark. I'm not
2: gonna let you have that one. I think no. he's a good-looking man. Mark Miller. A shorter than I would take, but I, I'd still cuddle up with him. I'll fight that to the death. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Danny inside the count. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely going to listen to this one too. Oh, yeah. So oh, oh, like, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, heck. I'm going to get him. Yeah. I'm going to get him.
1: <laughs> you know what, though? The hell with him. He's a guy that's getting a ride at Daytona Sea, bringing Lamar again and Petite. Yeah. yeah. Not bad. I'll take that. I'll take that job. Did you yeah. hear what we did to him at Lamar Pictures?
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. no, we did not. Oh, really? So here it comes.
1: Awesome. I'm excited. You know how you usually have the team picture at Lamar with everybody all sitting there? Well, I had the photographers take one with Mark Miller out. So the whole team was there. Everybody was there. And I go, okay, let's take one with Mark out of here. So we made Mark, like, go over there. And we took a team picture without Mark. <laughs> he's, he's, I, I
2: picture him right now. He's, like, sitting in a candlelit room crying. Like, <laughs> oh, he, these guys don't like me. He's for sure. Care-
1: yeah. You know, but. No, he's going he's got a ride They told of that kid. He's That's got a so ride. Awesome. Please tell me
0: he did get one with him in it. What's that? He did get one with him oh, in it. Oh, for that. sure, yeah. Okay. yeah we, we, but
2: just to mess with a little bit. Like <laughs> yeah, why don't you step out of this one? Jerome, yeah.
1: we got some uh, white contact some white decal material. So when we were signing um, hero cards at uh Lamont, you know, one of a, a group of them didn't have Mark Miller. It was just white where Mark Miller is. Sure. So it was, you know, Jerome and Ben and then just a white block where Mark Miller is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like this. Yeah. I like. This I think shit. Jerome
1: got him a uh, brown, you know, a paint marker, but it was bronze. bronze. So he always would sign his name oh, in yeah. a bronze color. <laughs>
2: That's fantastic. We yeah. got to collaborate more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we I really feel like do. There's a Yeah, there's a there's, there's a, a lot of
1: missed opportunities here. I remember one of the first times we were on Goosen's in the Mark III C in whatever 2002 at a test at Sebring. We told him that during the day he has to be careful because it's so hot here that the alligators come out of the sewers and they crawl underneath your rail car. <laughs> and they wait for you, and he could bite you in the leg, so be careful. So he would always, you'd see him walking up to his rental car, looking, looking at underneath it every time he got a, <laughs> He's pretty good. <laughs> every time he puts it, that's good. We've got to try that with the next driver. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always fun. you got to have fun with people, with uh, all that. that. Cool. When we had Bomberito the, uh, last year, we were watching uh, Californians, you know, on Saturday Night Live. Yep. And then <laughs> then it, it, it just ended, and then Bomberito walked in. And I go, hey, Jonathan, you know, I'm going to, uh, I got to go to L.A. to meet these people. And it's, it's I got to go to that thermal track. And I'm flying into LAX.
0: Mm-hmm. How do I get there? What's sad is you said that I'm immediately thinking of what the route
1: is. Yeah, <laughs> like, and that's what he's doing. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, you take the 405 yeah, down the, and to you cut over and... on Van Nuys. And he went through the whole thing and the, the engineering room just couldn't handle it. So. <laughs> 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 that's excellent. Yeah.
2: Awesome. Well. It's getting late. Yeah, I'm happy. Well, it's, it's, it's ten o'clock. Well, it okay, really I, I well. think
1: the uh, Denny Jameson turd story might need to be shelved. You think so? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything you want, but I, I think know. it this was your gold. gold. I know. I, I know it's a good story. I don't know that I'll you understand it. who
2: our viewers are going to be. I know, but <laughs> a if I, if I, viewer, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> my mom's not going to buy a Riley. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we might need to. I might need a camera. I'd tell her to. That's a bit.
1: That's a bit off. That's. It's your show. Yeah, that'd be the only thing though. That's not bad. It's not Patrick Loney or anything. Uh
0: Mary, does he do any impressions? Oh.
1: Of Mark Miller. Of Mark Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. Yeah, he drives at Lamar, it's going pretty good. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like how you say how people sound in your head. That's
1: how like Mark Miller sounds in my head. You <laughs> even had like the head yeah. movements. Like, yeah, 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 Ryan, someday are... you'll get your chance at Lamont like I did. You know, it'll come to you if you keep pushing hard and do all the right things. <laughs>
0: That's like somewhere between like Mark Miller and Stan's dad at South Park. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly, exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's probably my best one is Mark Miller.
2: Do you have a Do you have an Angelelli impression?
1: <sighs> I'll tell you one another Angelelli story. That's better. Involves yeah. my. We were at Gingerman, like in O four, and that in O four, uh, you could run traction control. So, you know, naturally, it, in DP at that time, not a lot of people had a, a lot of sports car experience. So we go ahead like okay well let's get a Bosch ECU because it has the best trash control, you know so we'll annihilate everybody with our TC, right. which we we did pretty well with and Ma- Max is extremely talented, so we went to to Gingerman testing trash control, and uh, and just like for a couple of days and it was an expensive test because all the tires. And we're, we're driving along, cars going along. And all of a sudden, Max gets on the radio. You know, it's kind of quiet. And he goes, "Oh no!" And we're like, "Like what?" He goes, "I just hit something." I go, "What did you hit?" You know, because the yes. car's still going around. You right. know, I I don't know what you call this. He goes, "It swim, it fly, it's a quack quack quack." <laughs> here comes in there's blood and feathers everywhere you know
0: (laughs) all right i think on that note uh, yeah exactly i'm happy if you are right yeah yeah okay all right well i'd say continental's got the check but you guys got that so yeah continental bought the wine
2: yeah and the i'm still
1: pissed off about the bronze just so you know well i mean you'll get him in the chase just got to bring you again meow meow meow
3: meow i'm finished and that
0: is bill riley a little longer than most but when a guy's that funny you just kind of roll with it so all right we're going to close out with another song from see hawks in la uh, this is a personal favorite of mine slash from guns and roses also available on itunes Have fun.
3: Willie walked into the party, blew everyone away With his long curly black hair and his California shades He picked up a guitar, he was just about to play someone came up to him and that someone said, Hey, you're slashed from Guns N' Roses. Well, he didn't say a word, but he put that guitar down. He gave out his cell phone, and he's at every party in town. And all through the summer, The word was getting round. Well, the women came a seeking, and the men they threw the sweet leaf down. For slash from guns and roses, slash from guns and roses. Beachwood said, We've got Slash. 2693 Beachwood said, Oh, yeah. Well, so do we. Yeah, we got Slash from Guns N' Roses. Slash from Guns N' Roses. In the two backyards there was fighting in the street The attorney and the publicist pulling hair and gnashing teeth Slash came out of the mansion to see what was all the fuss From the other house Slash came out too Wow, what a rush Well the people cried, it's a miracle Like in the days of Galilee but no said slash, let's show this fast. We'll just pick up our guitars and see which ones slash from guns and roses. Slash from guns and roses. Well the crowd carried their heroes through the beachwood mansion walls. To Marshall stacks were waiting in the golden banquet halls. And a bright light split over the center around the dome Did Al-Qaeda get that nuke in Or was it Jesus coming home Another road at the canyon the Fire filled the sky One slash hit the highway The other stayed to die It was Slash from Guns and Roses Slash from Guns and Roses